Hello and welcome to Motor Cult Podcast, episode 67. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. Hello, sir. Hello there. How are you this uh, fine Wednesday? Oh, fantastic. We actually have a good beer now. Uh, yeah, I'm watching you pour. It looks very weighty. It is. Very brown. Can I see your gigantic glass? You... Oh, you mean this glass? Yes, your normal size glass. It's just fabulous. Like... I'm just a, probably a tiny person. Mm-hmm. Or, wait, yeah. Yes, tiny person. Jana's back. I am. I'm, I'm still here, guys. Excellent. And then, Ryan. I have a guest. We have a guest. I, ah! brought, I brought a man who's upside down. He's upside down? Well, normally. He's from New Zealand. Oh, <laughs> I, I understand. Where the gravitational thing spins the wrong way. Yeah. yeah. And the glove box is open upside down. Yeah. And, and it's the only place that the new Chevy Silverado HD actually looks correct. Oh, yes. Wait, are, are we, I hope we're talking about that. Yes, we are talking about that in this episode. Good. Good. Uh, his name's Richard Hockyard. Yes. You like cats, correct? I do. I do. I like cats a lot. And we retro like tech and, and, and cars. I, I have a feeling this episode's going to be one big digression, so we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Apologies in advance. No, no need to apologize. We are all obtuse people here. So. Fantastic. We don't like normies, so as long as you don't identify as a normal person. Oh, thank you, sir. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Fabulous. I appreciate that you're a Kiwi. All right, we're starting <laughs> off with beer. Also, what Jana, are we drinking? Is, one second. First, okay, all right. Is it real Kiwi hours still? No, it's uh, 9.02. Jana has a timer on her watch, so she knows what time Kiwis are awake. <laughs> awesome, really? Yeah. I, Seriously, I used, she does. <laughs> I used to. I used to. <laughs> and she wants to know. She likes to know when Kiwis are awake. I love Kiwis. I, I like, like bird, Flight of the Concords. The I'm basically... A supporter. So anyway, we are drinking <laughs> the house brand beer of a grocery store. Which grocery store? Lunds and Byerly's, actually. That's it's a good their one. Their Russian Imperial Oatmeal Stout. Um, it is actually it's only nine percent ABV, so that's pretty good. Um, forty-one. It, I uh, I cannot see through it. Yeah, it's a forty-one IBU. It's got a gravity of probably about a thousand. Um, and it's, um, for those of you that don't know, that's an implausibly high gravity number. The, the gravity is how thick the oil is. The gravity of a thousand would be a rock. Oil. Um, yeah. <laughs> It'd just be rock. So we were drinking engine um, oil then. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's made by Inky Brewing actually, mm. which is one of the We've better. We've had some of their beers before. Yeah. It's one of the better in. craft breweries in the Twin Cities. And I just think it's really funny that a grocery store has such an amazing brewery doing their house beer. So clearly they're very we, influential. Without further ado, Ajia. let's take a sip. Let's. Oh, that's incredibly aromatic in this glass. That's really good, yeah. <laughs> yeah, t- tell me about the smell. Oh, my God. Wow. You put your whole head in the glass. <laughs> it's, it's like a beer sewer system in here. <laughs> a beer sewer. Mmm. <laughs> Well, Richard, how do you like it? Like that, it's got like the the foam floating around, like it does. Yes. Top yeah. of like the sewer backwash out into the river. Mm. Well, R- Ooh, Richard, that's got a fabulous after. 
R- Richard mm. uh, came to my shop and we did a whole bunch of work for him. I kind of felt I felt bad for how much he had to spend, but so I decided I was gonna. But he knew was, it was coming. I was gonna, right? Yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was gonna. I told him I was gonna treat him with a really good beer. So <laughs> I did. You have. You have. Good. Good. I love it. Yes, it's really good. So it's also I, it's imperial stout. It's hard to make that bad. It, it's yeah. definitely stout season. I don't know if you guys have seen outside, but there's snow. Yes. And it's cold. I, I been, refuse. I refuse. I've been waiting for. Do stout you need me to season. close that? Are you gonna be okay? Or <laughs> I'll manage. <laughs> Okay. We'll, we'll put up a little green screen. We'll put up a green screen and have just like two stills from Miami Vice in the background. So you're like, oh, cool. It is 1980s Miami. It's it's smoggy and OBS natively supports green screens. So we ah, could perfect. Totally we could that. actually we do could that. put one behind you and Jana and just have whatever you want, yeah. basically. A bunch of Twingos. Could have like a Barney episode playing behind you. Oh, Twingos, like. French countryside. R- Richard, have you ever seen the movie <laughs> Doctor Strangelove? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or no, no, oh, yes. no, actually, I wasn't even thinking of that. No, I was thinking of um, Airplane. Oh, yeah. Wait, so when they go to pick up the, uh, the um, Michael Stryker, the main character, is old commander, and they're driving in the, in the Mustang in the background, it starts out just a road, and the road begins to speed up, and they go off the road and then in the background. And it's like, and then they're on like it's the like, Kentucky Derby. Yeah, and, and, yeah, yeah. and like the, the Indians shooting arrows Completely at him. Completely yes. Yeah. Wait, that could be your background. It'd be great. I think so, that, that that piece of footage probably exists independently of that movie somewhere. I'm sure it's just some find. it's some like <laughs> stock footage. So anyway, Richard. Yes. You are a really interesting car enthusiast, and that's why I wanted to have you on. Um I, I think it's I wanted to have you on because you have kind of like a you know, a cool kind of collection of weird cars. Interesting story. You're into a lot of the same stuff we are and uh, you know, you're probably, I think, the only New Zealand immigrant f- that's also into cars in Minnesota that I know of. I haven't come across another one. That's <laughs> rare breed. So well, let's, why don't you tell me about what kind of cars you own? Or tell the, everybody about what you own. All right. Well, uh, or tell everyone yeah. via Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, uh, I'd say the, the one that people get most interested in is my uh, Triumph 2000. Yeah, which is uh, that's a really cool car. <laughs> yeah, Burger 90... has never seen it. I have not. Oh well, it's uh, it, it's something to behold. It is a uh, 1968 uh, station wagon, which uh, Triumph built. Oh, good, you're looking up. Yeah, good stuff. Yeah, Triumph built the uh, sedan version of that in uh, in England. It was incredibly popular over there. The station wagon conversion is very rare. My grandparents bought that new uh, in England. Emigrated to New Zealand a few years later, took it with them. Yeah, that, and, just like that one. Yeah, and the, just never bothered to replace one. it. The blue one or the yellow one? This, the, it's the same thing. Yeah. Well, I know, but like, do you want a front or a back? Let's do yeah. the front. Let's yeah. start with the front. Yeah, the, the front looks weird. So I, li- I really that like looks the like front. a Corvair. And the yeah, front. yeah. I mean, it's very. <laughs> oh, very... fender mirrors. Yeah. yeah. Hold oh, yeah. on, I need to excuse myself and fap. <laughs> they are completely and utterly useless. I will say. Yeah, but you know, doesn't you, matter. You don't have a blind spot though. What else is utterly useless? A Countach. And it's a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. Beautiful thing. Uh, no, I think and the Murcielago even. So the, the front end, it kind of looks like it looks like crossing a Corvair in like a '62 Thunderbird. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it really does. And it looks. I think it looks weird, but it works. Oh yeah, I, I love it. And like I think I think like yeah, in the terms of like not having like a big prominent front grille, I think it was kind of uh, ahead of its time. It really was, yeah, because that, that's ways. something that didn't really come around until, God, like the 80s even. Yeah, yeah. And this is the late 60s, and they were doing this. Yeah, I mean, the, desi- the design came out in the early 60s. You know, it, it's kind of reminiscent also of like a, 
uh, a BMW Type 4. Yep. Yep. The, which is like the Type 3, but with two headlights. Mm-hmm. And a little bit bigger. Um, and awful in every way. The side profile, <laughs> the the rear fender arch reminds me of the that Ford that they used in Harry Potter. Oh, oh the, the Ford the Anglia. 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 Yeah. Yes. yeah, my mom had one when I was a kid. It's also oh, got geez. it's also got the You're surf more line. Than we are. <laughs> it's got the surf line of the early Skylines too. It so, really, yeah, yeah. yep. Yeah. I, I, see, I get a lot of that. From... Yeah, it's got that that rear fender of the early Skylines. Yep. Look at the rear end and see if you can get a picture with the hatch closed because I love the rear end on this. I will see what I can do. Because oh, the, yeah. the rear end, I think it's the, is it the TR4 I was thinking of? Yep. Yeah, it's, it kind of looks like the rear end of that. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that, was, is, its, yeah. that was its contemporary. Yeah. I, mean, I love that sort of, uh, like, almost fastback rear end it is, look. yeah. I, I spent most of my uh, early uh, car passenger days in the third row of an Audi 100 Avant. So uh, I've got a great love. You for pronounce that kind of look. Third Reich weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> so there's, there's the, the, the there's the tuckus end of I, this thing. I yep. love the recessed taillights. Does that yeah. have BMW 1600 wheel covers on it, or is it just utterly nope. eerily similar? No, nope. Michelotti designed the uh, the 2000 and consulted on the Neue Klasse. So oh, so that makes sense then. All yeah. Right. So that explains why this looks like a BMW 2000 wagon. Yeah, it, it's it's also got the. Uh, the weird semi-trailing suspension. That oh, BMW so used it's a well. lot of fun then. Oh yeah, it is. It uh, that thing a can go tail happy. Oh yeah, it can Good. go around corners. It can go around corners sideways. It's... Well, yeah, yeah. Well, that should lead us into the engine. I, I do want to touch on that because that oh, yeah. you were priming me, Ryan, just a yeah, little bit on this. It's a very <laughs> cool engine. Yeah. It's. I am do lead, you, do I'm wanna... led to believe that it tell has me, tell six me about cylinders. It, you actually yep. know about it. Like, yep. I, I just know what you told me like two years ago. Yeah. Well, it's a teeny tiny two liter inline six. Uh, I need to excuse myself again and fap again. <laughs> Carbureted too, right? Yeah, twin, uh, twin Stromberg cabs. Um, it. It's a uh, shorter stroke version of what they put in the, the uh, TR5, TR250, TR6. Oh, they, so, so they made it smaller the correct way by just yeah. decreasing stroke. <laughs> well, well, no, they did it. What ba- does it rev to? Uh, not much. Oh. They, uh, they talk mm-hmm. about uh, catastrophic crankshaft resonance <laughs> at about six and a half. Oh, oh okay. Did, did uh, they not balance the crank in those? Not very well, clearly. Well, because I it, have could you, you take. S- I want to see a blueprinted one of those engines. Have you ever seen <laughs> oh, the yeah. crankshafts to like old like old MGBs and stuff? Like oh, it's yeah. literally just plumber's pipe. Oh, dude. Yeah, yeah. They they took the rough cast. They didn't bother to spin that thing in a lathe. Yeah. No, those counterweights oh. are just disgusting. They yeah, aren't. Yeah. They're really. probably dropping like powdered cast metal into the pan for like thirty thousand miles. Mm, well, it's, they oh. actually, if I remember correctly, because I what remember. Plants crave. I remember when I was at Dunwoody, there was there was a crankshaft one, and it was it was just used as an example of a non counterweighted crankshaft. It's yep. like the only one they could find, and it was like literally. But it revved like crazy it, it though. Twi- like it was like pipes that were twisted together and loctited in place, and no, it does not rev like crazy. But yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> fine. But you know, they they did this backwards. It started out well, it started out as a four cylinder. And then they tacked another another cylind- two cylinders on, uh, and that then it was a sixteen hundred cc straight six. So what four cylinder did they start with? Was it like the Morris four cylinder? Um, it was or the Austin or whatever uh, it was. No, it was, was it a, overhead valve. Is it still yeah? It's a cannon it's, block. It's overhead valve. Okay. It's um, yeah. It was it was some post war um, standard Triumph. Post war Triumph. Yeah. Oh. But, uh, I have it. two chimes here. I have the post war for unique post war cars, and then I have the 
which is the pre-war bell. The pre that one's... That didn't ring well. Sorry, it's... It, the pre-war bell gets a lot of use. It's wearing out. <laughs> there we go. Did Nick give us that? Who gave us that? I can't remember. I think Nick did, yeah. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> but no, I... I we, we've done actually an episode that was largely completely based on very small displacement, high cylinder count engines. And I don't know if oh, we right, touched on this one. Yeah, I, I mentioned yours. In, okay. your, I mentioned yours yeah. in passing that you had a two liter uh, inline six. Uh, so do, do you know if they make like a counterweighted crankshaft for it? Like, does anybody make one aftermarket? Probably not. But, uh, I mean, most, most, weird engine, yeah, most yeah. of the performance work gets done on the the 2.5 that the, the TRs had. I mean, that, that one, that was the one that was available with um, fuel injection outside of the U.S. You don't want I that. I bet that was awful. Was it mechanical? You don't want that. Lucas mechanical oh, fuel oh, injection. Oh, oh. <laughs> Get so away. None, none of those are left anymore, presumably. <laughs> <laughs> My parents actually had one when I was a kid. They put that engine in the, uh, in the 2000, and mm. uh, it was... It didn't run very often, but when it did, it was surprisingly quick for something that old. Well, yeah, well, it's but very light, that, I'm that, sure. That, I, think yeah. that's, I think that's the most... That's the description of every British car. Also damning a faint praise. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it was really quick, quick for when, something when, of when, this, when, it, when it ran. When like, it ran. Oh, okay. How many qualifiers? Is that two or three? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's like me wanting a uh, Frog Eye Sprite, and then I'm like, yeah, no, these are really cool for, like, 1950 and era before highways, and when you have cool. four-wheel drums. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's when it gets that, that under all those qualifiers, it is in a cool car. But oh yeah, the 2000 keeps up with traffic. It uh, it's got discs at the front. It stops all right. It honestly, it's got enough power. Like oh, it, yeah. it's enough power to get, have a lot of fun. Yeah, something like this 90 looks horse. literally just like a BMW 2002 inside. Yeah, Michael Adi did the same. Did both yeah. of them, and he was a lot of his cars because he also did. I think he also did the Hino Contessa, which also yes. looks a lot like yeah. this. Yeah, like the first time I saw a Hino, t Hino Contessa, I thought, yeah, what the hell? It's a 2000. Do you know this time I've never seen one in my life? And that's like one of my favorite cars. Yeah, they, I love uh, the Contessa. They were weirdly popular in New Zealand for some reason. Good. There are cars that are popular in New Zealand? Oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. There's, there is a whole thing. Yeah, tell me about the New Zealand car culture. Because that's something right. I watched a few regular I, I car know, reviews videos, but he's like driving a micro around. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. Well, I, that's also Australia, too. And that's totally a different no, he, thing. No, he did it in New Zealand. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they, uh, New Zealand had essentially a closed market um, until like the late, mid, mid to late 80s. And so most of the cars you got before then were assembled as CKD kits. Um, really? Okay. Most, mostly from British manufacturers. Um, and then I guess... And then af after that, um, they, they built a few Japanese makes from CKD kits. Really? Yeah, and then after hmm. after and that, so that, I guess the Contessa was one of those. Yep. Okay. All yep. right. Yep. Uh, one of the first, I believe. After that, uh, I mean, it just went went nuts. Uh, the big thing in New Zealand is new cars are so expensive that most people buy used cars from Japan, like not not as some yes. not not as some like uh, cool exotic car thing. enthusiast thing. That is what it's just literally like, cheaper just to go buy one and import it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's pretty funny. So, all sorts of weird <laughs> as hell JDM cars. Sometimes being this driven sounds... by sometimes being driven by people who don't care. They just bought it. This because, is like yeah, sounds like a, the a perfect car. road system. It's just full of weird old British cars, Hino Contessas, and everything that I, I love from Japan. I've been wanting to go to Havana, Cuba, for a long time. To yes, see their car culture. Now I want to go to New Zealand to see what all I this think is we should, about. We should get a boat mm -hmm. and go island hopping. I just want to do those two, basically, but like I had no idea that it was a closed market until so recently. Well, I also I want to add um, 
Puerto Rico and Jamaica as well, because those are two other really interesting. Puerto Rico is interesting. Oh, super! Yeah. Well, we can go there without a passport. Yeah. Well, because Puerto Rico, um, they have like they have this like weird car culture. Is like you had a lot of like the American influence, like drag racing and muscle cars and yeah. stuff like that. But nobody could afford a muscle car. It wasn't economical. So they did the same stuff, but okay. with, like, tiny Japanese cars. Oh. So that's why they, like, whenever you hear of, like, a rotary shop or something, like, it's usually a Puerto Rican-owned or... Interesting. It, yeah, Enterprise. And they also have, like, a lot of, um, like, Suzuki stuff that they do that's really cool. Hmm. And then, like, weird Toyotas. So um, we definitely need to make that the 51st yeah, state then. Definitely. Okay, and then cool. Jamaica is really weird because it's kind of like New Zealand. Uh, not that it was, a, it was a close market, but it was just like it was insane to be able to like buy a new car. Well, and that's, so, that's where my E46 M3 started life. It was a press car in Jamaica. Really? Yep. So, yeah, there you go. So, um, the it, yeah, in Jamaica, a lot of the cars there, from my understanding, are like just like imported, like in bulk from like weird countries. Okay. So like <laughs> those have like a shitload of Ladas, and then like so a shitload like of like, a shitload <laughs> oh, yeah. of like really weird BMWs, and then like like a bunch of cool like small off roader trucks. Okay. As well, yeah. so that's that. Do they get the new Jimny? Uh, yes, they do. That actually. is badass. So they, those Jimnys have always been imported to Jamaica. I've seen a lot of really cool. Um, like, like yeah. Daihatsu Rockies and yeah stuff like that like Rockies and uh, Jimneys yep. and Samurais I've seen a lot of really cool builds of those from Jamaica so I'm, oh, yeah. I'd be really keen to see that I'm super retarded and I realized that I did not have the screen grab open so there is the rear end of this estate <laughs> <laughs> bear with me I'm a bit thick there's probably somebody that's really really just absolutely angry on our twitch stream ass mad <laughs> yeah just ass mad on twitch and that's one of my favorite ryanisms of all time ass mad uh oh, no. look at the 2000 badge in the back of oh, the yeah. bumper mine doesn't have that because it has a tow hitch that's even better my grandfather used to tow his boat with it i love that this is getting so much more cool by the minute oh yeah and the so, whole the whole thing was they bought that new in 68 and just never bothered to replace it so with that, did they? Um, what kind of brake systems on it? Is like front disc, rear drum. Yeah, front disc, front rear disc, drum. Front disc, rear drum. Oh, all right, that's what I should. That's semi trailing our rear. Uh, uh, what's the front? The front's McPherson strut. Okay, so, so just a lower A arm control yeah. arm and a. Yeah. Okay, that's still pretty advanced, honestly, for the time. Oh yeah, for the time, it's not not bad. That engine is heavy as hell, so it does kind of offset the tail happiness with. Uh, Understeer. Understeery, but oh, you get understeer and oversteer at the same time. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> how can you have more fun? <laughs> I don't know. This is probably isn't pulling up properly in the Twitch feed, unfortunately, because it's the full screen. But... So does that? I know a lot. It, it wasn't like an assumed thing that you'll have individual ports or cylinders on on British cars. Yeah. On that engine, is do you have one exhaust port for each cylinder, one intake for each cylinder, or is it like a mini where you have like three intakes and two exhausts? Or no, it's uh, it's individual ports. And oh, is it excellent. Cross the, flow or is it? It's counter flow. Oh, it's the yeah. uh, the injected version though had ITBs. That's actually very cool. If you uh, sit, if you look up Triumph two point five pi. So that's actually re really cool yeah, that you actually have all that. Like, because and, and I also don't discount a counter flow cylinder head because the Dotson straight six is a counterflow cylinder head, and you can make uh, yeah, yeah. But that's a, that's a two liter engine that it's, you can make like three hundred fifty horsepower on all motor. Yeah, that's just like saying I can make four hundred horsepower with CIS on my five point five liter Mercedes mill. 
when you can make a hundred more than that with EFI and no other changes. Well, no, it's, it's still an inferior design. It is I an inferior design. You can make cool there. stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can, it's not. It's not to be discounted by any means. It's like it's like a push rod. Like a push rod sucks, but it's like you uh, uh, LS yeah. still has a push rod. Yeah. So yeah. there's nothing wrong with the push. Very rod. power dense. Yes, I understand. Yeah. Find an engine. Engine. Yeah, maybe I'll that. type an engine. Yeah. Does PI stand for private investigator? Yes. Petrol injection. Oh, ho, ho. oh yeah. It is It is honestly, I think, one of the There's best one. looking fuel injection systems I've seen. That looks like a... Well, uh, you're going to have to look at it a lot. A BMW yeah, M1. Yeah. yeah. That's it's why they a, made it look cool, because it's Lucas. Oh, yeah. You're going to be under there all the time. It's, it's like yeah. Alfa Romeo. They always polish their intake runners because you're going to have to look at it. Yeah, exactly. It and, was used by Triumph... Maserati, and I believe a couple of Formula One cars. Oh, God. They're all it. known for liability. This website <laughs> sucks. Um, yeah, it, the, the injection system, it reminds me a lot of... Uh, hey, those are carburetors. Yeah, it's... Yeah, that looks it? really good, Are though. those carbies? Yeah, the, uh, the injection throttle bodies look an awful like, lot like side-draft Webers. It is... So, oh, yeah, I, I think I know what you're talking... Because it kind of looks like on their... Um, like the modern Triumph Bonneville uh, That's probably bikes. as best I can do here. Yeah, that's yeah. the one. Yeah, those look, those look a lot like the Triumph Bonneville uh, motorcycle uh, injection. They're, those ones are uh, electric fuel Did injection. Did you just say those ones? Those are. Thank you. Yeah. Does this use... Uh, oh, my God. It uses plastic fuel injection lines. That's not original. They were, uh, they were nice braided lines Okay. to begin with. Well, this is probably underneath the braiding. I mean, yeah. there probably still would have been that Mayan or whatever underneath. Look at all of those potentials for fuel leaks. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And it's, not, there's it two all, hose clamps per runner. Yeah. It oh. all runs at, like, uh, CIS-type high pressures. It's like 3,000 bars. Oh, it's a sprinkler yeah. of death. And the... Uh, <laughs> oh. Yes. <laughs> Lucas Mechanical yep. Fuel Injection. You know, How could you go wrong? Oh, well, yeah. It, well, no, they, they could have put the distributor <laughs> on that side as well, like Volkswagen did. Well, <laughs> about that. The um, control unit for the fuel injection system, which has... I mean, it's like CIS. It's got all the high-pressure stuff. Is mounted on the distributor pedestal. Yes! Perfect! Because it's... Un, unlike CIS, it's sequential. And so it actually... Oh, nice. Yeah. That's actually better in that sense, then. No, it, yeah, yeah. It, it's better, but it also makes it more of a sprinkler of death. Oh, yeah. Yeah. This is well, great. It, well, it definitely increases the amount of fuel per cycle yeah. over yeah. CIS and it's by on, six-fold. And it's Lucas, and it's on the side of the distributor. Oh, my God. How I, did I, anybody I, survive? I now understand when you said when it ran. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, my, my father worked for, like, the equivalent of, like, one of the big national labs. In New Zealand. Okay. And it was essentially only because he had access to, like, precision measurement and, like, vacuum equipment that he could get the thing to run at all. <laughs> That's... Now, when you say vacuum, you do not mean vacuum tube, correct? You just mean, like, actual, yeah. like, vacuum. Yeah, actual vacuum. Air. Yeah, it's all, yeah, the whole thing's run <laughs> off manifold vacuum. Right, right. Yeah, thank oh God, no God. vacuum tubes. The, uh, I wouldn't have put it past them. The injection pump was a repurposed Lucas windshield Wiper motor. <laughs> Excellent. Another thing that's known for working per flawlessly. I, I, I shit you not. Is Lucas still around? Yeah. How? <laughs> I think they're part of British Aerospace now. But warranty claims. Something I never want to be on. Oh, man. A, a spaceship with Lucas Electronics. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, so the, the fuel pump, it worked fine in, like, 
English climates, but in New Zealand and Australia, it gets a hell of a lot hotter. No way. And those fuel pumps would uh, overheat <laughs> and vapor lock, and you know, you'd be driving along on a hot day, and all of a sudden, <clears throat> it would stop. Great. And yeah, so pe people would do stuff like cut holes in the trunk floor where the fuel pump was mounted to scoop air up. Oh my god. In there. Or... Yeah, that's exactly what you want when you're running away from like venomous wallabies or something in Australia <laughs> is your kind yeah. of vapor lock. And the outback, yeah. Oh, yeah. can you imagine how many, how many deaths were caused by this injection system in out greater Australia? So, well, back in the day, I'm not sure about New Zealand. I know Australia's got like horrible wildlife. Like, but I get a friend that I buy parts yeah. from that lives in Tidibang, which is the greatest name of a town ever. I was just about to comment um, on that. <laughs> but uh, he was going out to his garage where he has the storage of Hillman Minxes and uh, classic Subarus, as one does, as one does. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's obviously the most Australian car collection I've ever heard of. All he needs is like a holding Commodore and call it a day. Um, but no, he um, there was a, there was a there was a um, a Wallaby Joey that was like got, somehow got trapped in there. It was just freaking out oh. and like got between him and the door, and he like jumped inside of <laughs> his car. And saw the Wallaby like broke everything. And he had to wait. Yeah. He's like stuck there for like three hours while Wallaby was trying to find his way out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It sounds like that abandoned Nissan or whatever wagon in the middle of uh, Arizona. Yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Does anybody have an update on that? Uh, I can. I, I no, I haven't. I know he got yeah. it running and he drove it around, but he's got a lot of work that he's been doing on it. Yeah. Understandable. Yeah. Um, okay, so you've got this car. Yes. What else do you have? I've got a uh, 1956 MGA. I did not know about that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's my secret shame because. Uh, I, no, it's it, a great car. It, it, was a, it was a legit burn find that I got running a couple of years ago yeah. and then kind of ran out of time for. And okay, so that's fair. It, it's, it, it essentially, I started it, drove it around the block, and then put it back in the garage. Oh, that sounds like okay. what, what one does with the MGA, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saving up for that Honda K-Series swap. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to make it reliable. A Miata engine. There yeah. you go, yeah. yeah it, I, I'm going to try and get it on the road this summer, though. Uh, a buddy of mine is keen to uh, co-drive it on uh, autocross with me. So. That'd be perfect to do some like weird road rally. Like, go go <laughs> out with like, Intermark and like, be the only person that like, has ever won under the age of 60. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the great thing with like the uh, going to the classic car events like that. Like Anything that involves like that kind of thing, yeah, I win. Y yeah, you, you win. Because <laughs> oh, you're, I win. Because you're not geriatric. <laughs> <laughs> it was like at the... Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> last summer, uh, all the uh, Triumph clubs had a uh, some national convention down in lacrosse. That so. sounds like a horrible thing. Wait, <laughs> all of the Triumph Clubs in America. Yeah, and so I, you, I, I you, went you wouldn't, you wouldn't even need GPS. You just yeah. follow the trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it, was, it was great. <laughs> this road is really bad grip. It's got to have a lot of oil on it. Yeah, yeah. Definitely there's, on the There's right a trail path. of oil, and then you go, yep, there you go. There's a stag, and then... Oh, yeah, I mean... There's a there's Spitfire. a TR8. Okay, perfect. Oh, yeah. there's a, oh, yeah. there's there a burnt up Spitfire. All right. Seven TR7s. TR7, TR7, TR7. They have to travel in groups of seven, otherwise they never make any place. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's a luck thing. But, uh, <laughs> it really is. It's like the E-Type Top Gear video. Like, a thousand E-Types will be there. I think what they mean to say is a thousand E-Types will attempt to be there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah. More than, more than a few cows came on flatbeds. <laughs> <laughs> all, the, it, all the tow companies in Iowa were just like, yes. And I mean, was, even even I uh, I came back on it, it, uh, five it, and a half cylinders. So. 
<laughs> it, it was sponsored by the tow truck union. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're all submitting these, like, nice approval. <laughs> like, we want to host this because we have the best tow truck infrastructure in the yes. country. <laughs> Where are the most tow trucks per capita in America? Per capita in America. Des Moines, oddly. All right, perfect. that's where the Triumph Convention is. Let's yeah. do it. Uh, perfect. But, yes, I, know I, uh, I autocrossed the 2000. And uh, put in, I mean, I didn't come anywhere near first, but, you know, amongst all the, every other Triumph that entered was a sports car. And Did, I placed respectably. As I say, wagons were you the are fastest race cars. <laughs> were you, yeah, wagons were you, are race cars. Were you the fastest car with a fixed roof? Um, a long No, because there was somebody, somebody with a uh, ridiculous GT6. But uh, rubbish. No, no. It, I'm gonna I, use my one FM. Fuck that guy. Yeah, <laughs> no, I figure middle of the middle of the pack, seeing as I was carry, carrying a lot of lot extra weight. Yeah, and, no, uh, I mean middle of the pack's perfectly oh, yeah. fine. And it's that, that very fine, especially with a car <laughs> that you've never autocrossed. So yeah, that wagon body is more than a bit floppy. I will say. Shocking. Nineteen uh, sixties wag- wagon that doesn't have good <laughs> body rigidity. Yeah, I, yeah. I would now believe you. The, uh, the early uh, unit body cars. Yeah, I am yeah. shocked with a uh, a floor pan that sort of looks like patchwork. <laughs> Was it designed by Lucas? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was just, uh, let, let's say, I mean, it, to- it, uh, it towed a boat a lot, and in New Zealand, that means going to the sea. So, ah! Uh, <laughs> yeah. I see. So it's been repaired. Oh, yeah. Many, yeah. Many, many times. several times. Yeah. Um, so, uh, me and Jan, last time we were in Los Angeles, I feel like you would appreciate this. Mm. Jana and I. Whatever. <laughs> last time, well, we, were, last you, time we were in Los Angeles... It was like the last time we were in town, and Jana was taking a nap because we were mm. driving like across town, and she woke up to me I'm just, screaming. If I'm in a, if I'm in a car, I'm going to be napping. Just so, so um, I also have that ability and take advantage of it. Yeah, it's fabulous. It's the only time I sleep. So it's Yikes. so we were driving, and Jana woke up to me screaming and hollering at the top of my lungs. And the reason she did <laughs> is because I saw for the first time in my life a USDM Rover SD1. Oh my god. Oh, be still my beating heart. I know, right? I would it's love an so SD1. Cool. And it was an American angry. one. Yep. She didn't know what was going on. I, I shook her away. Like, yeah, I just saw an SD1! I just saw... She was like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Was... Minus the headphones. <laughs> yeah. I probably had yeah. headphones on, too. Like... Well, it could be. Because Ryan screams a lot. When yeah. I'm in the car, of and so I'm does. used to being like woken awake by him screaming, and I always think ter- something terrible happens, or like we're about to crash, yeah, or, or there's like a five car pile up, and it happens to be like his beloved uncle in the in the accident. Like I'm just expecting crash. the worst. And yeah, yeah. there's no like, such thing as an accident. And yeah. no, then it's like a rover rest. And then it's just like some <laughs> nice car that I can barely see because I'm not wearing my glasses, like. And then I'm just like, what the fuck? I, I told her and she didn't Excuse believe me. I'm oh, sorry, you get your one F bomb. <laughs> she, I, I told her and she didn't believe me. She goes, what, what are you talking about? Like, I just saw Rover S2 and she goes, no, you didn't. And, and then went back to sleep. And yeah, then, no, you didn't. I'm like, no, I did. I really did. I promise you. And it was, it was, it was like, a four door Daytona. I had to be an SD1. <laughs> it was, was SD1. And, and, and she like just totally did not believe me. And it, it's like seeing a unicorn. I would have yeah. driven through the embankment ditch and gotten back on the interstate <laughs> the other way and done <laughs> illegal things, not even allegedly, to catch that car. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I was like, I was. Um, when I saw Jensen Interceptor in 494 three years ago, I almost crashed. Yeah, I don't blame you. It was a beautiful, like, mint-conditioned black Interceptor. I'm like, 
I've I've freaked out. Am I on the nineteenth? I'm in it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, God, if I if if I had crashed and seen one of those, I'd be like, yeah, worth it. Totally. Oh, yeah. Like, I got a deductible. It's fine. Like, I, I don't even care. Like, I two thousand yeah, like, dollars to see. An- yeah. <laughs> like, we just got done. Bargain. With, we just got. You know, we were. We just got done with uh, Ben's Ben from Japanese nostalgia cars wedding. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so we were just, like, looking at, like, a bunch of, like, really cool cars and stuff that were, like, in the area and everything. And then it's just, like, of all the cars, of all the Ferraris and Countach's, not just Lamborghinis, Countach's is special mm. in my heart. Oh, yeah. Um, Toyota Centuries and stuff. And the one car that made me, like, gawk was the SD1. <laughs> so I just thought you were the only other person on Earth I would appreciate yeah, yeah. that well, th- as much. Th- thank you. That. <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah, no, I... Uh... I, I love I, the SD1. Yeah, well. I had one as my first car, and I miss it. Oh my I miss God. it greatly. Wait, tell me about where your did co- you come from, sir? <laughs> New Zealand. <laughs> what, what is what is your car history? Because your car history, you've mentioned Not a, a bit, bunch. Bit, no, of... We gotta go through the daily drivers before we get to car history. Oh, oh okay. All right. Well, here let's let's go through the uh, standard questions, and then we'll. No, we're still on what do you drive? Oh, what do you drive? Oh yeah. Tell okay. me tell me the rest of your cars that you own. Okay, so there's. Uh... There's, there's the Triumph, there's the MGA, there is an 85 Scirocco 8-valve, which, again... Garbage. Yeah, I, uh, it's... This one I got is a barn find it with... Looks, it looks really cool, though. How many barns do you frequent just looking for cars, man? <laughs> they, all, they all just happen to me. It, uh-huh. It's, yeah. Every, he, he, he refuses to drive from one city to another, because if he drives past a barn, he will find something ridiculous. Yeah, this is... It's pretty, pretty true. But, you know, this one... Uh, <laughs> This one got laid up. Just in, happens to have a Sirocco yeah. in it. Yeah. <laughs> this one got laid up in '93. Okay. And I wonder uh, why? Probably yeah, it's CIS. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, about that. But uh, is it working well? Uh, no. Okay, I didn't no. think so. No. Well, the fuel. T- when I first fu- I got it running, first fired it up. Fuel tank f- was full of trash. It clogged a fuel filter in. I think about like an hour of me just like driving it around the block. Oh my idling, god! That's so like bad, that. really. And then did it again. <laughs> but how many times? Um, it was about three times until okay. I decided, fuck that, and replace the gas tank. Okay. Yeah, br- bring it to my shop. We'll, we'll, we'll charge you thousands of dollars and fix everything. You'll have a Speaking of car. thousands of dollars and fixing everything, we're not done with this list yet. Yeah. yeah. I keep expecting the next oh. one to be the one that I know about, but it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> you have almost as many cars as I do, sir. Yeah, but they're all garbage. <laughs> okay. Uh, some of mine are trash, too. Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's... Also, technically, a uh, 96 Volkswagen Cabriolet that is, uh, it's ba- it basically, it's only there because I can't be bothered getting it scrapped. Yeah, he's got a trailer. Yeah. and I uh, got a Volkswagen shop that I work at. We can, yeah, we can help. Yeah, yeah. I mean, potential potential donor for an ABA swap for the... Uh, the Scirocco. For the Scirocco. Yeah, I would but, just take the ABA out and just... Instead of five-speed. No, <laughs> no. It is. It is legitimately get just the engine. Yeah, the most terrifyingly slow car I've ever driven. Oh, they're awful. I, I drove Jimmy Demas's five-speed Cabrio back oh. when it had all five forward gears, which is briefly, <laughs> which is every Cabrio because yeah. apparently those things lose second, fifth, and reverse like crazy. Cabrios are the like in, any convertible Volkswagen car. is mm. inherently awful. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I mean this one. It's this based one based on a Mark Three. Yeah, of course it's both bad. a Mark Four front end. I know it's a Mark Three yeah. and a half. I get it. But. Yeah, this one. I mean, the interior was trashed. The roof had been cut by somebody before we got it. The uh, windshield had a crack basically all the way along. This, this which was, means rust. Yeah. Oh yeah. The uh, <laughs> it was it was so scabby. This was the car that uh, I had back when I had no money. 
And, oh, you uh, just got it to get you around. Yeah, and it was what it was what my wife had when I uh, moved here, and so it, was oh, like, okay. it became that. And I and uh, you still move for her. <laughs> I so, sometimes sometimes <laughs> I do wonder looking out here why I, why I did this, but then I look at her and it's all good. So <laughs> also oh, Minnesota's so a bomb. So even um, if she wasn't amazing, which I have no judgment. <laughs> well, now that now that it's a lot more economical to own a car here. That's that's true. I mean, I can basically consider fuel to be free compared to especially now. Have yeah. you guys seen gas? I like I find, I yeah, never yeah. pay attention. I went out of my way to pay attention to what it was. Yeah, it was cheap. When I filled up and it was like two nineteen. I'm like, I've been. I, I actually had to do. I did do a lot of driving Weird. around yesterday. I don't know, but I filled up the FJ Send for two nineteen. Send me the GPS coordinates. I, Jana, uh, I don't know. Like I said, like, I put it on the company cart. I have no idea. I, I don't pay attention I did, to fuel. I, I drive, drive an electric car. I, I know, but I drive a Toyota. Yeah, I'm sorry. I can't help you. Well, yesterday I had to drive around a whole lot, and I actually went out of my way to try and find a um, a gas station that was below 225. And I finally did, and then I got more gas. <laughs> but <laughs> How much fuel you waste trying to save a few cents on Well, no, because I had, I, had I had to drive across town. Oh, okay. And so I just kept so an eye out. you just planning on the route. Okay. Yeah, on the, ra- on the route. I was trying to find, like, anywhere that was the cheapest. And then... If I drove past it, I could just backtrack the same way. My so. favorite is I was driving my sister home from the U of M the other day, and we were trying to avoid all the highway nastiness that happens after 6 p.m. on a Friday night. When it's snowing. When it's snowing, yeah. So um, You mean between 3 and 7. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Um, anyway, so um, we were driving from the U of M to Bloomington, and like I, I work in St. Louis Park, so I was just like, Let's just drive through Uptown. It's going to be a lot easier. And so we drove past. Uh, we stopped at my favorite Caribou to get a very special drink that they only make at that location because we wanted to avoid traffic. Um, Dang. Yeah. And it, the side roads took us there anyway. It was fine. Oh, perfect. Um, and so we drove past the BP Ryan used to work at Yep. Um, across from Lake Calhoun. Mm-hmm. And it was like three dollars a gallon like over three dollars yeah it was insane yeah it was insane and then we drive uh closer to where france meets excelsior and there's another bp right on that like there's another gas station on that corner and it was a little bit under three dollars okay so it was like 290 something two ridiculous prices yeah and i don't think i've even paid that much for premium in the last like six months yeah it's ridiculous and then we go by the other bp that uh ryan's that was in association with Ryan's BP in Calhoun. And it was another like 10, 15 cents cheaper there. And then we finally get deep into St. Louis park by like St. Jewish park. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, By like 100 and Excelsior. And the gas is finally at like, to like 30 something and i was like this is this is, this is our station did like, it have like a glowing aura around it <laughs> yeah you could see it for like well, the northern lights yeah there's yeah, it was white and blue and a big star <laughs> aurora <It's>, julialis <laughs> yeah it's it's really weird because those gas stations there's three gas stations there because like they're the closest gas stations to where i work okay and so there's a holiday and that's usually a little like there's a holiday and an essay or speed usa or whatever speedway essay um, and <laughs> they always have the same price, but then there's like a tiny gas station just a little bit out of the way, but it's easier to get out of cause you don't have to deal with the one way bullshit. Sure. Um, and I always go to like this little gas station. It doesn't, it has worse gas, but it's cheaper. Like oh, you're, you're using 87. So who cares? <laughs> so yeah. Like, you drive a Sienna. It's like me filling up the FJ. I'm like, I open the gas door on that thing. It says premium fuel. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Funny joke, yeah. Toyota. Yeah, You're so getting garbage gas. I don't, think, I don't think I've ever owned a car that can run on any runs on anything but premium. Like everything is required. You, you, because you own well, weird, you own yeah. cars before knock sensors. Yeah. 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 Not only that, you also own weird British cars where it's like even if they say they can use eighty seventy better use like the highest quality. And not only on those British cars, premium, but you have to run the clear, non-oxygenated premium. Yep. Otherwise, oh, all the fuel the systems just That's implode with rust. The, the 91 yep. I, uh, My heart really hurts yeah. for that because like I go to this gas station because it's got free like there's, I think there's just like this high schooler that hangs out after school there. It's called loitering. Yeah, and he'll do like the service for you. Yeah, like, it's a full service. Full service. service. Oh wow! So oh, cheap and full service. Speaking yeah. of full service, what state? There are several Oregon. states that Oregon. require full service. New it's Jersey, Oregon. I thought I thought Oregon got rid Maryland. Of it. Oregon I think. got rid of it, and everybody yeah. rioted. And then I think it's Washington. Because Washington and Maryland Oregon had it too. Is that state. not right? I don't know. It's it like three know. weirdo states I cannot. that nobody goes to. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know how I'd survive with that. Because like the Triumph, yeah, it's got this weird-ass fuel filler that like you have to hold the oh, nozzle God. upside down at just the right angle. Otherwise, the fuel pipe backs up and it burps fuel all over you. <laughs> yeah. Not like... Well, that'll be fun to watch. Although you're right. going to be paying I, I, for the burps, presumably. I, I would totally <laughs> troll people, and I'd be like, I'd like bring a '57 Bel Air or something. Like well, yeah, it and is. Like just or like, a Fiat 500, and, and then just like not tell them where it is. Back when Oregon had the full service, there was a comedian's cars and coffee where Fra- Frank Ernston and um, Jerry Seinfeld. Seinfeld went to a gas station with an old sob that mm-hmm. you had to mix oil and fuel into. Mm-hmm. So like <laughs> it's a two stroke. Like a, yeah. So yeah, somebody goes to help them and Jerry Seinfeld's like, like a sob song. Or before that even. Yeah. It it was the same sob that my uh, great uncle Bill had. Yeah, it's sub 98. Um, yeah. The ones where you have to put the clutch in when you're going down a hill otherwise yes, that, that will starve. That yep. one, yes. <laughs> yep. And so like Somebody comes to help him, and Jerry Seinfeld's like, please don't. You're going to ruin my car. <laughs> like, this is a loner. And it was like the most hilarious part of the show was them just trying to fill up the car. I want to see this episode now. It, I haven't seen really this one. Good. It's the I Fred Armisen episode. Oh, God, yeah. Comedians of Cars Getting Coffee is and Fred, like, they go, they, they make the entire episode about how hipster Portland is, and it's so funny because you're going through Portland <sighs> with amazing. the port, like the guy who created Portlandia. Yep. Oh yeah. man, Dream that's of the a 90s. weird show. By the way, yeah. speaking of Portlandia, have you guys ever seen the van life skit on Portlandia? I don't know if I have. It is oh the God. most accurate description of a Vanagon owner so, I've can, ever seen. My can life. I put oh. a fifth layer tangent on this yes. and say, "Holy hell, we've done like five layers of tangents." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't even remember. Oh yeah, what do you? Okay, we're and, still well, on. We're what still else on the is in your topic. garage? <laughs> okay, okay, we are two questions in and forty-three. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just gonna yeah. get through the questions basically with you and then we're we're yeah. good <laughs> okay then uh last one is my uh daily driver which is a uh, 2.7 t audi all road with the automatic transmission that explodes with a perfect front suspension yes. and yeah, yeah yeah thank and you right. suspension. Yeah, no <laughs> yeah we went we uh we just got done with uh doing a ton of work on the front of that car i wanted to make sh- that's so i got the good beer for <laughs> for richard to make sure that uh, i was taking care of him oh. 
But yeah, he uh, he had to get just about everything done. So I'm shocked. Yeah, but no, I mean it's probably the nicest driving all road. But what's actually really it's cool an auto, about so it's not right. What's actually <laughs> cool about the all road is when you turn it on, you know the little LCD display in between the in gauges. Be- yeah, yeah. Um, he's reprogrammed it from whatever the normal thing, the all road logo it comes up with, and now it says insert coin. That's pretty cool. Because he's, you know, a computer nerd. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's that's an ongoing project. Uh, I eventually want to start pulling diagnostic data and putting, like, real-time gauges for, like, boost and stuff. That'd be nifty. Up on there. Well, the beauty of that era Audi is Vagcom can do everything. Well, you can communicate exactly. with every module, no problem. thing I hate about that, that mm-hmm. is the same year probably as your car, made by the Volkswagen <laughs> Auto Group. It's oh, got they'll... Diablo computers in it, so nothing comes with you, the Volkswagen computer. I should note that burger is pointing at Jen and Jameson's Lamborghini. Yeah, I was pointing at a Murcielago. <laughs> People should feel bad for me, because it's hard to read codes out of. I'm That's sorry. what I'm getting at. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> wow, so you own an automatic all-road. Yeah. And I take pride in the fact that uh, it still has the air suspension. It still has air suspension. Everything works Wrong in it for the most part, actually. Yeah. It's shocking. Yeah. Ah! Shocking? It's <laughs> <laughs> like suspension with the shocks. Yes. Yeah, it's it's uh, funny. I mean, I, I figure if you don't, if you put, swap it to coilovers, all you've got is an overweight A6 with some plastic stuck on it. So the A6 real, is already real, overweight. Is, yeah, well, yeah. No, you, but you, it would be you a do, What you have is you have a significantly less reliable A6. You have an A6... With a little bit more weight, so everything mechanical breaks in a little bit faster. Don't worry, they added two oh, yeah. turbos to offset that weight slightly. Yeah, which will break. Yeah, dangerous yeah. drills. KKKKO3s? So, nah, it's fine. We've now gotten through... Definitely won't drop the valve. We've gotten through what you drive. Yep, we're in two so, questions now. Now we're into the questions. Before we run out of the show, I'm going to bump our two standard questions open before we get on to the other stuff. <laughs> okay. um, <laughs> uh, our first question is... Do you drive a slow car fast or a fast car slow? Slow car fast, always. Of course you do. Because that is you're the correct, correct answer. That is mm-hmm. the correct answer. You are um, with everybody else, not alone with Tyler from MNC. We C, made him C. fix his answer. Yeah. yeah. The, the one car that I, I've ever owned that I... It's the one, the one nearly new car I've ever owned and the one car I've ever owned that could be moderate, even remotely considered fast, I hated and got rid of. What was the it? All-Road? The uh, 2015 GTI. Oh, those are awful. Is that yeah. a Mark I don't believe you. It was first year of the Mark 7. Mark 7. Yeah, those, those okay. are awful. So, you, you, that was a good decision. Good, Yeah, good call. Get so, uh, that. Yeah, that, the uh, all-road was its replacement. Yeah, I don't understand. And it's been more reliable. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. It's oh, two, yeah the 270s are a lot better than a TSI. No, TSIs are garbage. And 270s is just like randomly crap out all the time, too, but they take a lot longer to do it than the TSI. Yeah, yeah. they I, do. I had to have the whole steering rack replaced on that under warranty. Shocking. Um wow. I don't understand how that car gets such good reviews. I, well, I mean, it's pretty inexpensive to buy brand new, and it's a German car. I mean, the, the interior is nice yeah. when it's new. I, I, I get it, it. I bet that interior is not going to hold up. My, no, it won't. It's, it's a like, hold up just oh, like just it's hold like up a, like a Mark III Volkswagen's body in Minnesota. Yeah, That's no, how it's it, going to hold, it's up. hold yeah. the exact same way that the uh, new Beetle interior is held up. Yeah. If you get into a new Beetle from like 1999, they are awful. Well, yeah. it's because they use paper instead of leather. Well, not only that, but I mean, like you got the 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 all the black bits on the dashboard mm-hmm. and like the door handles and stuff become this mysterious, sticky, oily material. Oh, so it's like a Ferrari. Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh, I hate um, that sticky stuff. The steering mm. wheels sweat out uh, vinyl when they get old and they begin to break down, and you just get vinyl all over your hands. 
that sounds awful. It's yeah, just a disgusting, I, disgusting my thing. touch points, I don't want to be touching anything sticky. Yeah, It's yeah. like being yeah. in a public yeah. restroom at a sports facility. Trust like, me. I don't want to drive <laughs> your old exotic car, okay? I, I just got through. We had a we have got a 2001 Beetle with like 200 trillion miles on TDI? it. TDI? No, it's a 1.8T. It's actually Damn. for the amount of miles it has on it, it's like phenomenal. <laughs> but yeah, I just went through all the touch points and got rid of all the grossness on it. And it, it took me like a half a can of brake cleaner. Because that's the only way to clean it correctly. To, I like, use get easy that off crap oven off. cleaner, but I I gotta do it on the front. I take a crap. take a Jeez. take a clean the, oil rag, brake cleaner, and I'll get all that stuff right off. The only problem is, Volkswagen was smart here, where they put black plastic underneath it. Yeah, Ferrari, it's like white or translucent plastic. Ah! So oh, so you yeah, have to yeah. clean just the sticky off and not get into the actual color pigment. Ah! Yeah, God, let awful. me tell you, that's a bundle of fun, buddy. <laughs> yeah, no, I just took all that stuff off and went straight to black plastic on perfect, every single touch point. Perfect replacement for it? Yeah. Guess what it is. Hmm. Plastic dip. Yeah, shocking. <laughs> Matches the Ferrari interior stuff perfectly. That's hilarious. <laughs> I love plastic dipping Ferraris. <laughs> it's great. So, um, yeah, you, you, you got the first question correct. <laughs> now, uh, this next one. This one's a big one. This is a big one. We call it the Mondial Dilemma. Murder was... Give, about he, a year ago today. About a year ago today. Was sent a Ferrari Mondial. The 2 plus 2 Ferrari mm-hmm. 308. Oh, yeah. Hard yeah. top. Hard top. Speedline wheels. Speed baby line. blue black oh. interior. Yep. It was a Quattro Valvole or whatever mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, no engine. Somebody had or obviously used it as a donor for, for a 308. That's worth more money. Um, <laughs> So, obviously, you're not going to put that original engine transmission in. It mm. is transverse, so you can't put in, like, you know, an LS Porsche or something. or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't do that. Um, and so, you're kind of stuck with this car. It's real, got a beautiful body on it. Objectively no, beautiful. No engine at all. <laughs> or transmission. Or transmission. <laughs> what do you put into it? It has 240 horsepower from the factory, so right. totally attainable amount of power. Mm-hmm. And it's not reliable, so you don't have to worry about reliability. <laughs> it did have Magneti Morelli uh, mechanical injection. Originally. Which, in, <laughs> as we all know, Magneti Morelli and Lucas were in a fight to the death to see who can make a worse electrical system. Race my, to the bottom. My parents back home have an early 2000s Alpha. Oh. And so, yeah, I've, uh, I've Yeah, you, you understand this. that. So, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're, you're not trying to win any awards for reliability. <laughs> so, like, with my choice, when we first started doing this, I said a carbureted 12A rotary with a like a really aggressive port on it and a Holley carburetor on it, like a Holley like 650 on it. And an AE-101 transaxle yeah. with a commercially available yes. adapter plate. And it, <laughs> that will become transverse because they're – thank God for Puerto Rico. Um, <laughs> Full circle. There is somebody that makes an adapter plate that will adapt a rotary engine to a – early 90s Corolla transmission, which is like the most beautiful thing in the world because you <laughs> can now swap this into any car in the world. And with and like that includes the... an engineless <laughs> Mondial. <laughs> and it is like the most common transmission, which is perfect. So and they it, never, ever break. Yeah, it's a hydraulic <laughs> transmission, so you don't have to worry about some like weird cable setup or anything. You just got to run a hydraulic line. It's yeah. like, it's just beautiful. And it's... It, it, like the this like the shift linkage and everything's like very common. It's great. Cable shifter, super yeah, easy. It's just like super super easy. It's funny. I never it. even thought about this until just now. We both picked five speed Toyota transmissions. Yeah, exactly. Because they're just perfect. <laughs> so 
So with he, that, he picked a he picked the rotary with the AE 101. I picked a a later 3.3 Toyota Sienna V6 on the early Camry Solara 3-liter 5-speed transaxle, and then also the early 3-liter Camry V6 TRD supercharger. So about mm. 400 horsepower, turnkey reliable, pretty efficient. Bolts right in. Reliability is bullshit. Well, I'm gonna also, go out and say that right. Reliability now. doesn't matter because you're a British <laughs> well, car enthusiast. Well, clearly with the stuff you own, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, true. You're a British car enthusiast, and this is a car that has magnetic Morale ignition. So don't right. worry about reliability. What would you put into that? What it, would you swap into a engineless Mondial? I think this answer is going to be amazing. Yeah, it it would be a tough choice. I mean, the uh, the basic bitch answer I would give would be Alpha V6. That's because already been that's, done. Yeah, what? Wait, wait, who's, who did Alpha V6? Was that Ballas? I don't know who did it, but somebody said Alpha 32 oh, yeah. V6. Oh, yeah, I mean, who, who, who can't say no to that? It's a beautiful engine. Yeah, we're yeah. just talking about just, I mean, even if it's not running, just looking at that thing, I'd be happy. It's exactly what I said before. It's just like, like it's the like, car. It's like, it's like <laughs> that beautiful fuel injection on the, on the Triumphs. Like, it's meant to be looked at, because you will be a lot. But <laughs> the, the weird-ass answer I'm going to give... This is what we like. Yeah, Yeah, I like this one. This is uh, already better. The Peugeot Citroen XU9 J4. And what is that out of? That is out of the uh, either the Citroen BX16 valve or the Peugeot 405 MI16. Those are both awesome cars. It would be a bit down on power, but uh, I know for a fact that these things can be tuned to hell because buddy of mine's got a a, uh, a 205 GTI. Oh, 205 GTI engine that he's built with one. Yeah, it's a it's an evolution of that. It's a, a a derivative of I believe what they put in the 205 T16. Okay. Oh, oh, that'd be very yeah. cool. But it's, that's probably the best answer we've had thus far. Yeah. It, so the the 1.9 or something. Yeah. Else? The one the 1. 1.9 16 valve. It weighs nothing. <clears throat> I mean, it's a terrible answer, but I really like it. Yeah. It, it no, wouldn't that, it wouldn't actually the, be good in the car, but I adore that engine. I, I any excuse that, to put I it think in that's it. my favorite answer. Yeah. Yeah. No, no not me. But yeah. I, I appreciate the answer oh, yeah, for yeah. being other completely than, other, un, or, you know completely original. Sorry. Yeah. That, that is an entirely <laughs> original answer. Yeah. Because like normally I like most people are like yeah I'll just put a J series V6 into it. It's like. Yeah. That's cool. It's used on the Citroen BX, the Peugeot 405, and the Peugeot 309. So, yep. um, wow. That Those actually are all forgettable cars. The BX16 valve is not. I've driven one of oh, those. Oh, BX16. And that, that, that was their high-performance version. And so, it is essentially a hot hatch that can fit five adults and luggage comfortably. Oh. And it looks it, like a Citroen. Yeah, it weighs less than a ton. Oh, I see. Oh, wow, that's a weird-looking car. Yeah, and... Uh, you, why don't the, you put it on Citroen the Citroen BX. Yeah. So look up the 16-valve version especially, because that's the, that's the really good one. And it, it, It's got a, an 80s-tastic body kit. Six-valve? It's got valve. skirted rear fenders on it, so... Yeah, there's uh, yeah. a... If, we, you we se- both... if you select 16-valve, you got six. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you wrote down six valve. Yeah, it's got a terrible keyboard. Get off my back. Also, this um, is the right car anyway. So. Yeah, oh yeah, true, right true. Car. So, we actually follow the same guy on Instagram. That Citroen <laughs> uh, CX underscore guy. Yeah, yeah. That guy's got. He's got one of these uh, sixteen valves. Did somebody really it. put BBS RXs on this thing? It's yeah. That um. That looks really good. Actually, what a horrible car. I th- I really <laughs> like that. I think that that looks just perfect. I would change the wheels, though. Yep. I'd put turbo fans on it. SSR turbo fans. Okay, if you look up the original wheels for those, because the, like, the factory alloys for that are absurd, and I adore them. 
Hey, I saw them on the Wikipedia page. Oh, look at those! That looks like the stupid uh, Civic SI or the. Hey, I love CRX. those CRX <laughs> buttons are my favorites. Yep. Yeah, I know yep. they are. Yeah, they're, they're like. That is. Oh, that like looks goppingly awful. <laughs> it is not a pretty car. I will say that. That's true. It but does not. Uh, look at the wheels, though, honey. I like the four hundred five more. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a nice. I actually car. really like with that catalyst. Car a lot. Oh, screw that! But without K, you get one hundred and fifty-eight horsepower. With K, it's only one hundred and forty-five. Yeah. And it, it's uh, it's a ridiculously revy, peaky engine. Good. My my parents have a BX sixteen valve, and it's got oh, two hundred and some odd thousand miles on it. Engine's never been opened. Still runs sweet as a nut. That's and perfect. It, and it's got the crazy hydraulic suspension. Perfect. Oh, I love the hydropneumatic suspension. Yeah, it's. It's magic. So, so really what this is, is it's basically a Deus with a 205 mm, power yeah, plant. Closer to an XM, but yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, that, that was contemporary with the XM. Okay, so it's an XM with a with the a 205, a 205 GTI, GTI 16 GTI. valve, which they didn't do as far yeah. as I understand engine in it. That Could sounds... you put this engine in a 205 GTI then? Yeah, a, a friend of mine has built a uh, rally car. Could you put this that. in a 1.6 car? Would the transmission work, do you think? Um... Yeah, I believe I, I think the guy I know just put took the uh, I think the transaxles all the same. It's I mean it's yeah. like old Volkswagens. I mean, Peugeots both, are Lego. They're both XU9 engines, yeah. so I would assume the block is yeah. similar enough. Yeah, exactly. I've, 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 I've been th- trying to convince my brother to oh. import a 1.6 GTI yeah. for a while, but yeah. like if I could find one of these 16 valve 19 engines. Yeah, they well basically every single um, BX have... 16 valve or MI16 has been turned into an engine donor for a 205. Good. They are almost impossible to find. Good. <laughs> yeah, you have to do. Are your parents selling their car? <laughs> <laughs> you have to do a bit of fabrication because that's it's fine. Got, it's, I know these people. Yeah, it's got I would factory just tubular headers. I would. That's so Ooh, cool. Beautiful. But, yeah. I would honestly just keep the car as it yeah. is because I, I. Ryan, actually, that just looks like your personality on the screen right here. It no, does. it it reminds me of like mm. one of the cars from the background of Total Recall with Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> yeah. Like I really yes. like that. I'm, like Break between up the laser disc between player. that oh, movie. Sweet. Oh yeah, we do laser disc movie night. You're invited. Um, oh my god, yes. Every th- every Thursday, we've been doing it for a year and a half. I've got I've got the uh, Star Wars original trilogy box set where Han shot first. Good stuff. Um, but Along that's with perfect. With a bunch of other discs, I have a shame at least spent way more on than I should. <laughs> but the um... bigger, longer, and uncut is downstairs right now. I spent two hundred and seventy-five dollars on that Mulan, disc. So you'll My watch gosh. that. Yeah, that, that sounds expensive. <laughs> yeah, Fight Club know. is two hundred and fifty dollars, and I'm still kind of waffling. But yeah, so <laughs> so this car is, it looks like crossing Total Recall and yep. uh, Blade Runner I, put together. I hear train. a train. There's a train. Yay, trains. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Jana. not the retro train, though. Jana, Jana loves but trains. But it is a passenger train, so I'm excited. Yes. It's already gone. <laughs> but anyway... Um, Shortest train I've ever seen. It was just four engines. That's all it was. <laughs> it was Sports <laughs> train. <laughs> Sports train, yeah. Um, and if it, it doesn't have turbo failure. It, it, it looked like they were all going at full chooch as well. It's just like hauling. <laughs> I don't think that was full chooch. Those things can do like 80, 85. It was going pretty quick. It wasn't going that it fast. It wasn't going... All right, we've got another question. <laughs> all right, I'll let you answer, uh, or ask this one. So, picture yourself. Booked a vacation, California. You look at rental car prices, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> I'm going to buy a car on Craigslist and use it for a week and a half and then drive it back home to Minnesota and sell it for a profit. With that, what do you buy? So you have to drive it to every destination, every sightseeing thing. Picture 
four to eight hundred miles in California, then you have to drive it back home reliably to Minnesota and sell it for a profit. <laughs> then we'll we'll attach a, a budget of like thirty well, five hundred bucks to ma- it. Ma- maybe the term reliably is questionable. Well, you it. have to sell it for a profit. You have to and make it home, whether or not it's partially <laughs> on a flatbed or you gotta do some work in an auto parts parking lot, whatever. Fine. You, you have to make it home and then you have to not be late for work. After your allotted vacation time. Yeah. Right. I have considered doing this for real plenty of times. So Trig, My friend Trig Brolander actually did that for real. <laughs> but he did Colorado. Yeah. He, which is half the distance. He, um, we were at my friend Chase, Andrew Chase's house, and he goes to the restroom, excuses himself afterwards, and then just leaves. <laughs> and then we don't see him the next day. Like, he must have like, have an opposite stomach or something. He's supposed to come to his car show with us because we're at the Car Queen show. Comes towards the end of the show with this mysterious, like, 76 or something Mercedes 240 <laughs> turbo diesel. 78 240 turbo diesel. They never made the 240 in TD. The turbo didn't start until 82. So this is still... a turbo diesel. Oh, so it must be at 82 or 83 then. 82 to 85. Yeah, so it must be like 83 or something. It's got to also be a 300. I remember. Yeah, it is, it is a 300. You're right. So it's a 300D. Turbo diesel. Um, my friend, my brain is full of garbage. All I remember <laughs> about it is that it's a turbo diesel Mercedes. It's prosthetic limb tan, and the year of it is an odd number. Um, <laughs> Probably an eighty-three then. Eighty-five is a really uncommon. It's, it has to be an eighty-three. Eighty-three. Then. So he, anyway, he comes up with it. It's flawless, and, and it is hearing aid beige. This yeah, guy. Uh, it, it looks yeah. like a prosthetic. <laughs> it looks just like a prosthetic limb. Richard's like. But basically, I guess what he did was he went to the bathroom. He was browsing through Craigslist uh, in Colorado just because. And, you know, that's something you actually do. It's it's honestly something you do when you're in the bathroom. It's a totally fair thing to do. But I guess. It doesn't even have an iPad. When he was. Yeah, he was like on his flip phone then. He calls (laughs) up the the owner. He goes, you still have it? The guy goes, yeah. He goes, all right, I'm going to go hop on a plane. I'll be there in a few hours. (laughs) He, sight unseen, hops on an airplane, goes to a bank. In Colorado, gets some money for it, gets the car and drives it back within 24 hours. And then first thing he does is takes it to a car show. He's, at this point, he's been up for like 36 hours. <laughs> that was basically how I, I mean, shorter distance because New Zealand, but that was basically how I acquired my Rover SD1. <laughs> Very fine. Drove across the country and then... Yeah, yep. Uh, fly and drive. But what would you do if you were in that situation? What car yeah. would be your, like, yeah, I <laughs> want this. This is my time to I'd, buy it. Not necessarily even that. You, this don't, is, you don't have to like it. You yeah, just have true. to, like, you have to, it has to be something that it either rusted away in Minnesota yep. or something that's just undervalued out there that is overvalued here. Yes, that's so, true. I mean, that, that is something you have to factor in because you can't just buy mm. something that's reliable out there and then just bring it home and lose money. That's not part of the question. Right, right. We have I given think, this some yeah, thought. Yeah, a uh, could well be uh, a Range Rover Classic. Okay. Yeah, or, I mean, uh, you'll, you'll probably make it home, maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I, oh, I three, was, uh, I just, did they sell three fives here, or were they all three nines? I uh, think, they, think they were three nines. So all of them are injection. Yeah. Yikes. Yeah, Lucas. Uh, though it's essentially just Bosch LJ Tronic with a Lucas badge on it. I, 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 should, yeah, I should say that my Uncle Ralph, who is like 95, he... Has been daily driving a 78 uh, Range Rover. They're aluminum body. Mm. He's been daily driving his in uh, Carmel, California for like the last 40 years. 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, they they seem pretty reliable. I don't know yeah, if those yeah. things have for transmissions, I mean, but I mean, they seem I pretty I think it's reliable. a GM something. It's got to be a turbo hydromatic. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, okay, yeah, that's probably actually a decent answer. That's, I mean, the engine, that it's Buick a finisher car. Car. Everything else good. will break, but... It's it's a finisher car. <laughs> oh, nothing in the interior will work. I remember yeah, the yeah. Uh, the Bolivia special where Jeremy yes. bought that the worst <laughs> 3.5 carby one ever, and, like, none of the gauges worked, and it was like, oh, kept going, though. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's actually a pretty good answer. I don't know how undervalued those are out there, the, but... Well, mm. that's the thing is... And can you get one for three and a half grand? It's. I don't think that is undervalued out there. I think it's a, they just don't exist up here. They yeah. do, though. They're aluminum body. They didn't rust away. Well, yeah, they, no, with a steel frame. Yeah, that's true. The but frames, like, even still, the frames they fall seem apart. to last pretty well. Yeah, but this is the thing. In Minnesota, if you actually look for one, like you can't really, yeah. you can find the later model ones. But see, the thing but is, the early ones, and what, you can't. The yeah. injection broke, so they didn't get any miles. So like, there's a lot of fairly clean ones up here. with yeah, Which are the thing great is, parts cars. Yeah. And what this could be is <laughs> the way a really the, yeah, good, sure. this could oh, be yeah. just a really good chassis for that, and then put the body on it. The way they rot, they look fine from the outside. But then, like, they've completely lost all structural integrity and will just, like, As collapse. if they had any to begin with. Well, what yeah. little they had, they won't be able to hold <laughs> yeah, up yeah. their weight now. Sure. But, yeah, I, I almost did basically that with the Triumph 2000 when it, uh, you know, it, it arrived off the boat in Long Beach and I was going to fly out and uh, drive it home. But uh, I'm very glad I didn't. Both you be- would have known of every single repair shop between oh, yeah. here and Long Beach. You could like plot a map. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah. It'd be like a Michelin. It'd be like the Michelin star you for need like <laughs> repair shops. Thirty aliases, all with paid AAA memberships to make it home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Well. Yeah. Then like, well, I got it here and had it trucked over here instead, and then like about a couple of hundred miles in, I had a wheel bearing like seize up with no warning, like. Just it's, stop moving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I love British cars. Oh, oh yeah, boy, yeah. they're so great. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I I kept the um, the stub axle because yeah the the bearing race is just spin welded onto the stub axle. <laughs> was it not making noise beforehand? It no, just... it was completely silent. And then it like it went from oh I'd, then I'd better I'd better check those wheel bearings to like seizing up and put yeah having me swerve off into a ditch within the space of about a mile. Oh my god. Well, now you know. If oh, you yeah, ever hear yeah. any bearing noise, immediately pull yeah, over yeah. and have I mean, it replaced. The, the problem was that uh, whoever did those bearings last like, must have tightened them up with a breaker bar. Oh. They were, uh, I mean, they're supposed to just essentially just be hand tight, but yeah. they were, were criminal. They're like tight. castle nuts where you just torque yeah. it down a little bit and back it off, and yeah, then it's yeah. good to go. So they're like trailer bearings then, where it's yeah, just. Yeah, they are. It okay. is exactly yeah. like, yeah. And so, just like my Mercedes. I, 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 <laughs> I guess our, our, our little lesson here is that the. Uh, Triumph 2000, if you have one uh, and you're driving it at any great Stay distance. Stay close to home. No, just have a uh, infrared thermometer with you. Yeah. And yeah. every time you get gas, shine it at all the wheels. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, okay, that's fair. If, yeah. one, if one wheel's 100 degrees hotter, stop moving. Yeah, just like a trailer. Like right now, it's just yep. quit. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot like a trailer. Yeah, then the, 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 other, the other thing that, uh, you know, I had a bunch of spares packed in the car when I had it shipped. And... Uh, so when I drove it off to my storage unit to drop those off, I realized that with a uh, spare cylinder head, um, spare gearbox, spare differential, and a whole lot of other stuff loaded in the back, most of the weight behind the rear axle, it makes that uh, semi-trailing arm suspension very... Uh, un- questionable? <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would say unpredictable. It was kind of like tr- trying to drive a pendulum. Okay. Mm. <laughs> 
It's like trying to drive. How did your parents not die? Driving a grandfather clock that's been pushed over. I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I I honestly have no idea. I'm not. I'm keeping the tow hitch just because it's fun to have it. Tow bars are amazing. So, yeah, Every I'm, car needs one. So I'm never like, going to tow anything with it. So, well, the thing is, like, disappointed in you. New Zealand is not like. Well, <laughs> so you have to understand, Burger. He to- he tows cut up E30s with a Fiat 500. I like this. I I would I would tow with it except for the fact that also like I looked at how the tow hitch is attached. It's very questionable. It's, it's basically not attached. Then get a better custom one with U.S. size hitch balls on. So it. all right, well, we so my, my question is, how did your parents <laughs> ever survive? Because New Zealand's not like it, it, it's <laughs> it's not like the Midwest where we don't have geographical changes. New Zealand is a very beautiful we country where you have hills and mountains. And yeah, I've seen Lord curvy, of the Rings, curvy yeah, roads. Yeah. It, it, it is literally what the Shire looks like. Yeah, and. How did they not die with towing something behind that pendulum? Yeah, yeah like, okay, so you have your pendulum loaded up, presumably with, like, offspring and yeah. things, and yeah. you have a boat behind it. Yeah. Obviously exacerbating this. Yeah. How did they get through any corners? How are I, you still here? I yeah. I honestly have no idea, because also my, my grandfather was a uh, very spirited driver. If that... If that <laughs> If that car had, so he drove like a Yabo yeah, as well. If that car, <laughs> maybe had, it had bias ply tires on it, so yeah, it was a yeah. little more solid. Yeah. If that car had any like, um, like, loss of power at high revs, he would take that. He took that. He would take that thing straight back to the mechanic and say, "Fix the damn thing." Like he was very. Mm. Yeah. He. he well, made, that's why if the engine's it. well broken in then. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I uh, <laughs> I beat on that thing all the time. Good. That's probably why it works. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. This, yeah. I was like then he yeah he died in the early two thousands and then my grandmother drove it for you know until she gave up driving and that that was where the problem was that uh, yeah she was you know into into overdrive fourth as soon as possible mm. yeah puttering around at you know thirty miles an hour I see and, uh, yeah lo- lugging an old carbureted tiny displacement six cylinder doesn't seem like a great idea no no yeah you know, good bit of Italian tune up helped with that um, but, uh, excellent d- does the overdrive still work. Yeah, sort of, sort of. The overdrive That's amazing. Yeah, the overdrive switch. Ever. The overdrive switch. I'm told has been touchy since new. Yeah. And so there's a bit of a knack into getting it into overdrive. Okay. But yeah, huh. it works, and it's it's great. I mean, it'll. Yeah, it's amazing. It'll cruise all day. At, you know, eighty miles an hour. I don't think anybody. <laughs> I think you might be one of the only people in the 21st century. To have experienced a triumph with the overdrive. I remember <laughs> when Hammond bought his There's, Dolomite his spread Dolomite. Tip switch, fully functional overdrive. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome. my, mine's cooler than that because it's on the column. So you got four on the floor and then essentially two on the tree as well. Perfect. That's great. I love I, it. I am so perplexed by that. I um, ever since I watched the episode in like tenth grade, I've but that, all, I've, yeah, it was truthfully probably that long yeah, ago. Yeah, I really want. A, I've wanted a Triumph Dolomite Sprint. No, d- oh, be honest. Too. You want an Austin Princess? No, I want yes, Dol- <laughs> I want a Dolomite Sprint. Austin Sprint. Princess with the transverse straight six. So that would be cool. But um, I change my answer for the Mondial Dilemma. <laughs> <laughs> not really. Screw that engine. <laughs> that's cool though. I did not know it was a transverse. Yeah, it, it, it makes sense. Oh, yeah. what, what was the other one? There was another one. There's a four door. No, no, no. It was it was mm. it was in our Triumph or BL mm. something or other mm. that had a uh, transverse in line six. There was the uh, the Austin twenty two hundred. 
which I was, think that was a, yeah. yeah, that which was I mean they it used was sold the, in Australia. Right? Yeah, 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 it was a it was essentially the the eighteen hundred land crab with a straight six. What a great name! <laughs> yeah, the land crab. Well, it, it was the, it was the nickname because it it was like weirdly wide for. <laughs> Like, for what it was, yeah. yeah. And I'm guessing, I haven't actually seen the engine bay of one of these things, but I'm guessing mm-hmm. it was a really short bell housing with a chain, and then the converter and the transmission were actually off to the side this, of it? This used the uh, the uh, British Leyland gears in the sump. Oh, so yeah. like an early Saab 900 or something like that, but changed the other way around. Not not quite, not quite. This was like, I mean, they used this in the Mini. The gearbox was actually in the oil pan rather than a separate... St- it was, yeah. yeah, but... It was in the Saab. Oh, like, like, like a motorcycle. Yeah, sorry, I thought the Saab... It was still a separate unit, but yeah, the gears are, the gearbox is in the oil pan. Yeah, no, we actually ran on the engine oil and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was the, yeah. it was that early was, early subs. Like they the, the two stroke ninety eight. Yeah. yeah, they even no, it was the the early nine hundreds. They were four stroke yeah. engines. The, the early eight valve and even the sixteen valve, like the turbos, those all yeah. ran engine oil in the gearbox. Yeah, British Leyland did one even, did even better though. They made an automatic that used that setup. That sounds awful. That ran on engine oil. Yeah. You had like a, a change interval of I think like two thousand miles. I was gonna say that would contaminate awfully quickly. Yeah, and engine oil is a little thick for an automatic transmission, so uh, I, I don't know how they did it. I'm I'm assuming poorly. Like, yeah, dark magic. But it was a four-speed automatic did... in the seventies. I thought that's not bad. That sounds awful. Yeah, that Mercedes like did that too, but probably break. reliably. <laughs> All right, so with, with British cars and everything British, my motto is just the simpler the better. Give me a single carburetor. Give me as few gears as in the manual transmission as separate from the engine <laughs> as possible, and I want as few cylinders as possible, so I have less likelihood Better of bearing yet, a failure. couple Where's, of torpedo Doritos. Just give me... Where's just, your sense of fun? <laughs> uh, my sense of fun that comes from Japanese cars and trying <laughs> to find one single part that has nothing to do with the car actually driving <laughs> that is keeping the car from driving. <laughs> Yeah. You would get along famously with Lucas-branded mechanical injection. <laughs> yeah, I probably would, actually. Yeah, because it's like, right now, the Cressida doesn't really drive. It's EFI, bro. Yeah, it doesn't drive because of the speedometer, and it can't read the vehicle speed. I do love VSS. Yeah, and the mm. vehicle speed sensor uh, does, can't read uh, or can't communicate with the transmission control unit, so it never shifts out first gear. Ooh. That's fun. Ooh. It's a lot of fun up to about 25 miles per hour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then the rev limiter happens. Yeah, and then the rev limiter happens like shortly yeah. thereafter. Oh. <laughs> so, um, oh, right. So you would do a Range Rover for your car from California. I'm now, actually okay it, with that answer. I think that's actually, would, I think, probably the best <laughs> You answer. would spend all your profit and fuel coming home. but Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's a finisher car, as Jana said. It's definitely a finisher car. <laughs> Sorry, I had your mic turned down, Jana. Um, now... Uh, That's too much typing. I had to. Should, let's go with what are what are your favorite events and shows in Minnesota? Because you're a car enthusiast that goes out to things from time to time. <laughs> Not as I, many as I should, but no. Uh, well, I, when I first met you, you were going to the Sonic meets down in Bloomington. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that was guys years ago now. Mm. Uh, feels like just last year. But um, what would you? What's like your favorite show to go to nowadays? Now that that show is mm. closed down. God, it, it would have to be the big Intermark show up in Osseo. Oh, that's a great show. I've been just, meaning to go to that, and every yep. time I see it, I see pictures. They do the worst job communicating. It's like every time I well, find out, it's, it's like the day after. The, it's That's the whole thing with the uh, the classic car scene. It just really doesn't seem to communicate either. I don't know if this is intentional or just by not knowing the right people, but it really doesn't seem to 
interact much with the rest of the uh, Well, when I was with MNCEC, we were trying to get Intermark on board, and they yeah. seemed like they were really on board yeah. with it. It's just like, it's it's honestly, you know, it's, mm. it's a bunch of older people that don't know Facebook that well. Yeah, yeah. And, and the, so oh, they can't communicate. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, gosh, this, this RCO show is just... It's phenomenal. It's, there are, it's De Chavos yeah. and, and British cars and like all the stuff that you're into. Yeah, I mean, and you see stuff there that you would absolutely never see like anywhere else. Anywhere else. Yeah. And the people, the people you meet as well. Um, like I, I, uh, I got talking to a guy with an immaculately restored Citroen SM. Oh, what color was it? The beige one? Uh, they're all beige, it seems. Hey, there, there are shades of beige. Was it the greenish beige or the goldish beige? Go- shades of beige. Goldish, goldish, I believe. Yep, but, I know uh, the guy. Yeah. Yeah, but this this Harold? guy, um, well, I, I think it might actually be Harold. Yeah, yeah I, can't, I can't remember. This this guy just had it just had it restored down in California and drove it home. And did yeah, it have he, the resin wheels on it? Yeah, 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 yeah he, that's he, Harold Chef. Yeah, he got he got one of those out uh, out from the trunk and just kind of tossed it in the air and caught it again. Just demo how light those things are. I wouldn't do that because they're like seven thousand dollars. I know, a piece. I know. And the, and his <laughs> and his were new old stock. Yep, this is definitely Harold. He's yeah, one of my best yeah, buds. Yeah, um, but yeah. So I was like, like people like that. He's saying his favorite show is the Intermark show. I haven't been to that. The RCO one, yeah. Well, and, yeah, we were just talking about that. They do not communicate because everybody that runs it is like is like 75 years yeah. old and doesn't know how to use Facebook. I know, but like I got the, for the first time ever, I got the invite for that this year mm-hmm. and I had a conflict, so I didn't go, but like, oh. it looked fabulous. Yeah, yeah. And there was this other guy, like with the, the Rolls-Royce club. So amongst <laughs> all the Rolls-Royces, there was... Perfect. Yeah, horrible club. Yeah. There was a kind of beat-up yellow Volkswagen Beetle. yeah. And like, I ended up talking to the owner, and yeah, I mean, he's he's got like a number of vintage Rolls Royces, <laughs> and none of them were working. So about the Beetle? No, no. He uh, he says that he uh, he brings the Beetle every once in a while and parks it with the Rolls Royces just to keep ever keep the rest of the club humble. <laughs> See, I the one time, one and only time I took my F three fifty five to a car show was mm. here back when Cars and Coffee was here. Oh, that here. was hilarious! And I parked it in the BMW section because <laughs> I know all the people that run the show. I'm like, can I not park in the exotics? Because <laughs> yeah, screw all those people. Yeah, so I parked with my homies. It was great, but oh, like yeah. uh, well, coming it, and going and from the show. As I say, that, then you had five hundred comics or Dad comments of, "Is that your dad's car?" Yeah, <laughs> and I never brought it back to another show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And now I have a motorplex unit, so (laughs) keeps you humble. (laughs) (laughs) Well played. I remember going to lunch after the Cars and Coffee event and you were telling us about the, is this your dad's car? But you also got stopped in a neighborhood going below the speed limit. Yep. That was right over here in the neighborhood. Yeah. It was 27 and it was a lady yelling at me and I stopped the car and yelled back at her. Yeah. Because you're going too fast <laughs> at 20 miles an hour in a Ferrari. Three under. Just because I was in... You're good. Yeah. Your Second dad's car. Gear. No, no, it's because I was in a bright red Ferrari on a beautiful day. <sighs> anyway, I hate people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, Intermark's your favorite show? I would say so. Right. That's fair. Burr, do you want to have the next question for Richard? Uh, is it not the philanthropy thing? Do I miss something here? Uh, no, we have not done... Is that everything? No, no, we, I want to go through... Actually, let's go through your previous cars. Because that's going to be a very interesting <laughs> list. And then I'm going to talk about the... Uh, little bit of philanthropy that we did here uh just uh <laughs> last night all right all right well i'll try to be quick oh so. no no take, take your time you have plenty to say <laughs> the, <laughs> we have a range we work with mm. 
Don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> it. It's somewhere between 45 minutes an hour and 45 minutes. Right. And we're right. in yeah. between there. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. First car was uh, Rover SD1. It was... So amazing. Yeah. It was... So I, I was actually, it a five-speed? Can, no. can we stop for a second no. and just, just mention that your first car is a Rover SD1. Every, the reliability of every single car you've had afterwards has now made sense. Yeah, 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 this it's, is what you're basing a, it on. The improvement. threshold of pain you're willing to <laughs> yeah. endure oh, yeah. was set right there with the SD1. I mean, yeah, so I mean, I bought this car sight unseen. Uh, How'd like, that go for you? Like in hind, <laughs> in hindsight, <laughs> yeah, in hindsight, it could have been a complete disaster. I actually, honestly, think it worked out great. Um, I mean, the car was, it was a fifty footer. Mm. It uh, it had a bit of rot. It uh, had whatever. You're yeah. a teenager yeah, yeah. with the SD one, yeah. like, exactly. That, exactly. Making Rover V eight noises. Yeah. That's it's yeah. fucking awesome. It, you were the coolest <laughs> kid in the high school. <laughs> yeah, it had it had moss growing in the carpets. Perfect. Yeah. Blue shag pile carpets, by the That's way. Fine. Perfect. Greenish bluish now, yeah, but yeah. whatever. Exactly. Did, did you have plants growing behind your flip up headlights that are no longer operational? Because <laughs> I did on my Supra. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, I mean, it had major, major electrical issues. I, uh, I yeah, drove, just yeah, like yeah. my Supra. Oh yeah, I was like driving it, <laughs> driving it home. Like the uh, audio from the stereo started getting really distorted. The fact that it worked yeah. at all was amazing to me. Well, that was aftermarket. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, uh, like, I, I fiddled with the volume control, and that f- the stereo faceplate was too hot to touch. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, I uh, pulled the fuse on that very quickly. <laughs> then a bit, a bit later on, you know, it started raining, so I uh, turned the wipers on. And found out that if I set the wipers to intermittent, smoke would come out of the steering column. <laughs> <laughs> the British Leyland episode that Top Gear did was not a setup. Not a yeah. setup. Honest to God, I had the door card staying in the door opening <laughs> incident happen. Yes! Like legitimate. I did too! I did that with my Subaru. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, okay. I had to help him out. Yeah, admit- admittedly, this was part had of that happened with Mercedes M class. Yeah, admittedly, part of this was because I had to get, get take those door cards off so frequently because um, sure. the power window relays were in there, and so, so ev- relays were in the door. Yeah, and so every once in a yeah every once in a while, like one of the relays would crap out, and I'd, I'd like borrow a relay from the gigantic relay panel behind the glove box, <laughs> so I could get the window shut. <laughs> See, on a BMW E30, I just took the little plastic cap off, I went to the toolkit in the trunk, and I wound the window up. <laughs> and that was yeah. inconvenient, yeah. but fine. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, it also had a power sunroof the, with the motor for which was in the trunk with Perfect. like a cable drive running up one of the rear pillars. Why would you ever do that? Why would the, how does that make sense? Uh, yeah. Uh, the instruments uh, were intermittent. I mean, the, Well, the, yeah, that's yeah. just a factory thing. Yeah, yeah, you'd thump, thump on the top of the dashboard and you'd get enough of them working to know what's going on. <laughs> I kind of still want one of these, even with all these oh, problems. It's, they, uh, it's like me with my yeah. Subaru, I totally yeah. get it. I still have this like, inordinate like, love for the E82 I assume they've TTL. all been pretty well sorted by now yeah. if they're in halfway reasonable condition. Yeah, I mean, I, I did sort this one. Like, I paid a small fortune to get the rust dealt with. Hmm. Um, fixed all the electrical issues myself. It was in, it, Should have saved it. Should have kept it. Oh, well, th- this was the ridiculous thing. that I mean, the reason I sold it was that I had an absolutely hellish commute at the time. And it is not an economical vehicle. And fuel in New Zealand is not like, cheap. Like $7 Interesting. a gallon or something yeah, ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And so uh, I, uh, I mean, it was just, it was getting too expensive to keep. Especially uh, on, you know, 
I dropped out of college at the time and was working a dead end minimum wage job. Mm. Great. So, uh, yeah, so I sold that and... Uh, and then you bought a Nissan Micra. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. My sensible, reliable economical car was a Citroen Xantia. I actually know what that is, and oh, my, I pity you. Can, was, we, can we put a picture of that for people was, on Twitch? Yeah, it was lovely, actually. Like, honestly, that is, that is the, if I could choose one car to get back, it would that be that one. Oh, there it is, right there. Xantia. It's just the next one down. Yeah. And it was, uh, it had the hydraulic suspension. I'm, two sure, li- I'm yep. sure it was comfortable, oh, yeah. but... Two-liter four-cylinder, five-speed. <sighs> it's just such a boring-looking It thing. didn't, yeah, it didn't look particularly exciting. But, I mean, it was... I mean, it, I, I roadied for my brother's band so at the you, time. You have to understand, in, in America... Yeah. That car break next just because this is a Citroen. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, it's I, actually a white screen as it turns out. So I'm going to try yeah, again. Yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah Thank you, Bing. Yeah, there we go. My mine was a beautiful, a really nice metallic red. So it actually did kind of stand out. But well, yeah. in the case of this, I'm going to say it's beige. Yeah, you know, yeah, I that's, figured. That's, I figured. That is a one, beige se- one, one second. You know, I, I figured out where you got that from because the front end looks a lot like a modernized version. Of an SD1. That's, that's true. The other, the other thing is, um, oh, it was a, I think, Pininfarina design. It shows. And there was, a, there was a Daewoo that came out like around the same time, and he just recycled that design on the yes. Daewoo. Yes. And perfect. <laughs> but the, the, thing, the thing is with that, it was not a sports car, but the transverse entrance Citroens, like, they cantered the engine way back toward the firewall. Yeah. So, so it, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't take the head off with the engine in place, but, but you, your center of mass was uh, behind the front axle. So that's great. It, it actually handled really quite nicely. Oh, it sounds sounds. I like mean, great. we love French cars here on this episode, yeah. so I really can't fault you too much. Yeah. But you also got rid of an SD1 to do this. Yeah, yeah. That may, that may not have been the wisest move. No, it probably was actually, <laughs> but it's not the coolest move. Certainly. Yeah, this is this is true. This okay. is true. Uh, if it was the like V6 Activa version, then maybe that sounds like a rare car. Wasn't oh, that yeah. the one? I feel like they did like a Xantia that was either a touring car or a WRC car. Yeah, the uh, the Activa is the one that I believe still holds the record for the moose test. Yeah, that was it. Yep. Yeah. Okay, this is a bit of a tangent. What was that car? Was it a Maserati or was it a Citroen? Or it had the Ferrari built V8 in it. Oh, there's a Lancia. Sold. A Lancia? Yeah, yeah it's a yeah. transverse Ferrari V8. Yeah, I know that yeah. would be impossible to get here, and they're probably mm. worth too much, but I would love yep. to own one of I mean, those. Yeah, that, it's essentially a Saab 9000. So what was that called? Uh, Lancia Thema 832. Yeah, that, that was the Thema. How early were those made? Uh, 90s. Uh, yeah. Can I import one? I, I yeah, probably. You You're like, I wonder how much that costs. I would love yeah. to have a... And it's that same pl- the same platform sharing that you had the Saab 9000, the Alpha I remember the Thema. Again, harking, harking back mm. to it's 94 now, almost mm. in almost. a couple of days, 94, um, where he had the uh, he had a, a Saab and he had some sort of rebadged Alfa mm. Romeo and he joined them together because yeah, the floor pants yeah. were the same. The uh, people put that the 832 engine mm. in Saab 9000s. That is ridiculous. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> You, that you was the first car with the active spoiler, actually. I thought the look at that. That's where yes. our Mondial Dilemma engine went, right there. <laughs> I wonder what sort of injection no, that, this that was. That was actually the first vehicle, if I'm not mistaken, with active suspension. It beat the hmm. um, 3000 GT to market. 
Yep. Spoiler. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> Not s- no, I was going to say, you said uh, suspension. That was spoiler. Oh, my bad. Sorry. Yeah, spoiler. That's, uh... Yep, 308 V8. <laughs> Sorry, th- you would find this in a 308 QV. So that is the Monial Dilemma original engine. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to have to figure out what these 832s go for because I would like to own one of those. There's one That's right the... up my alley. Oh, yeah, fair enough. There's one that was either on BAT or on Arm Sotheby's, which are two totally different auctions. Yeah, but, but <laughs> what, what I, is I get why it would be both? You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, it was. It, I think it was only like thirties. Like it was like a reasonable price. That's that's too much in my book. But I mean, if it was more than this the equivalent E thirty four M five, I'm out. Yeah. No, th- this one was like it was like a flawless example, like super low mile. Yeah, I'd want one that's mechanically sorted, but I don't yeah. really care about Ooh. anything else. <clears throat> so now we're now at your second car. Yeah, and then so uh, then I had the crazy decision to marry a Minnesotan and move here. That's oh, a so good you, decision. So you, you had two cars while you were yep. in New Zealand. Yep. Okay, and then you ma- you came to America, and then we're left with our garbage. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So I started out with the uh, garbage tier death trap Volkswagen Cabrio. Mm. Automatic. Oh. Yeah, yeah, it was it was tragic. Uh, that, then uh, that was when I got the uh, I uh, I got sick of that and uh, got this got the Scirocco, got that going. I actually took my driving test here in that and had the uh, shift, in the Scirocco. Yeah, had the uh, shifter bushings disintegrate during the test and lost second gear and still passed. So there you go. You don't need second. <laughs> Eight valve, you got first and third. Yeah. Was, oh yeah. How was the American driver's test versus the New Zealand driver's test? Like nothing. Easy. Yeah. Like New yeah, Ze- it's yeah. garbage, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. New Zealand. Yeah. New Zealand. There are. You do a theory test. Then you do. Then you've got. Then you. That's like your learner's permit. And then there are. What age is that? Eighteen. Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh wow. Yeah. Yep, just like America. Pretty yeah. low threshold then. Yeah. That's good. But then, like, to actually get your full license, there are two tiers of practical test oh, that you have to God, do. we should do that. You you have to demonstrate. Yeah, we just talked about it. We yeah, were just right. talking about yeah. this last week. Oh yeah. I mean, you have to demonstrate. Um, highway driving. You have to demonstrate being able to do a safe U-turn on a um, like open road. God, we should do that in America because yeah. we had at. Uh, it's a very it, simple but yeah. very telling test. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it, we have no highway testing. Yeah, yeah. at all. Oh yeah, I mean, my, mine was on that little closed road course up in the northern suburbs, and I was yeah, like, I know "Is that it?" About. Somebody, yeah, yeah somebody. Yeah. Uh, Somebody else who was on the course at the time blew a stop sign, and I had to like swerve to avoid them. And yeah, it was. Like... My guy was playing with the active uh, seat bolsters on my Mercedes C43 AMG the whole time. <laughs> I, I literally just drove around that course doing whatever I wanted. And the guy's like, "This is so cool." That's like... <laughs> The guy who tested me had a Sirocco back in the day, so I think I was probably an automatic pass just from that. I had, like, the worst but example. But you also took the test in a five-speed. Yeah. So I, I had a... Nobody yeah. does Well, this is, this is the other thing, that in New Zealand, if you um, take your test in an automatic... You're only you, licensed yeah, to drive an automatic? You're only licensed Good. to drive an automatic. You have to, re- to retake the test um, for a manual. Yeah, that, I, in Germany, you have to use a manual. If they yeah. don't... If you don't have a manual, they will provide you a manual transmission. I am so ashamed of our country. Yeah, yeah no, America sucks the- with our drivers. <laughs> like our entire road infrastructure, mm. everything is absolutely yeah. dreadful. 
the, and we the, should be ashamed. Well, our infrastructure is massive, and it's actually yeah. not that bad in consideration. <laughs> well, no, I mean like just like our the, drivers suck ass. That, that's yeah. what I mean by our infrastructure, by like the. Uh, yeah, can I interest you in a 2006 and... Lexus RX 400H? <laughs> no, I'd rather kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kind of right there with you. <laughs> so th- then that's where we get to your modern cars. Yeah, and uh, the ones we mentioned a little bit before. Yeah. So then next one was uh, so I yeah on my like local neighborhood mailing list, mm-hmm. a guy was a- advertising a moving sale. <laughs> of course. Um, and so amongst the you live in Northeast, don't you? Um, like at that time, just like just on the St. Paul side of Northeast. Yeah, essentially. that sounds yeah. like a Northeast thing. Is yeah. A, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so uh, amongst like the furniture and like children's toys and stuff like that, there was... Burger, you saw, you saw this on the screen, Grub. <laughs> I know. I turned it back on. <laughs> Keep talking. Yeah. There was a Volvo 850R wagon. Oh, like a late 90s one? Yep. You got an 850R? Yeah. Uh, Of course you owned an 850R. They did not sell manual 850R. I was going to say if they did, it wouldn't have lasted because their manuals back in that era were pretty weak. Yeah. And the the automatic is bulletproof. But anyway, so I got, I, uh, and I was like, I don't need this, but it was like a thousand dollars. And I was like, God, I might as well take a look. And yeah, so, and so I did. They are fast. Oh yeah, and so I did. I went fast in it on the test drive. <laughs> Allegedly, I, <laughs> well, as I, fast as you can in a, in a Volvo. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. It's uh, yep, and then uh, like stopped. Like I, I lived like just a few blocks away. Yeah. So I, like stopped in in the driveway to show my wife, and it wouldn't start. <laughs> so she knew it was the right car, <laughs> and. <laughs> This is you. Yeah. This car. It, it went. It went back to the cellar on a flatbed. So you got it for even less. Well, then I said, "Look, I don't. I don't want this. I don't have the time to deal with this," and left. And then, like, it was about a week later. The guy called me and said, "Hey, look, if no one else is, no one else seems to be interested. If you don't, uh, yeah, uh, if if you want to uh, outbid the scrap man." Yeah. A dollar over it. scrap, it. and so uh, I mean, the the other thing with this is it came with on like steel separate set of steel wheels, like a, an almost brand new set of snow tires. Perfect. Oh, nice. And so I was like, you know, I could essentially sell the snow tires, part out the 850R specific stuff, and do all right. It's probably like a crank position sensor. It was. It was. And so, uh, perfect. Yeah. And so I bought, I bought this car. I've done this before. Yeah, I, I bought, bought a car yeah. knowing it had a bad CPS, yeah. paid them, signed the title, did it in their driveway and left. I, you see, I did not know that. Oh. It was, it was intermittent at the time. I bought it for. Oh, weird. Yeah. It would, wouldn't run when the engine was warm, but it would when it was yeah, cold. The, the deal with this one, sorry, it was the cam angle sensor, okay. which the 850R in like the ECU for that, it only uses to get a reference when the engine starts. Yeah. And so, so long as it's working when the engine starts. Interesting. It's like fine the rest of the time, as okay. far as I could tell. But like, if it's bad while the engine's trying to start, you get nothing. Weird, because yeah, usually yeah. crank sensor is the one where if you're starting, yeah, no start. If yeah. you're running, no run. But cam sensor, it'll start and run, but poorly. Yeah. It's, so that's interesting. Yeah, that it, it was, will outright fail. Yeah, and so it's uh, it was fine, and so yeah, it uh, it was fine for like months after that until I finally like shotgunned parts at it and found it was the cam sensor. Interesting. But yeah, so I bought that. I ran it. Um, I mean, it was like 
thoroughly used up. Like two hundred and twenty odd thousand miles. The front, the front, uh, front lip was held together with duct tape and zip ties. Perfect. Um, Are those uh, white block engines still? Yep. The five cylinder. Okay. Yep. But you had good luck with it. Well, it had major, relatively major oil good leaks. luck. Yeah, but no, like but, head gasket issues or anything no, like that. No, it was. Uh, I had to do the. I yeah. The the story with this was a bit sad. That uh, so I mean the bumper front bumper on it was like trashed. Mm-hmm. And they're, I mean, only for the 850R, they're pretty much unobtainium. And it was a local guy, he was, was parting out an 850R in the right colour. I bought the bumper off him, fitted it, and then like, while I had it jacked up and stuff, I did the crankcase breather on that, which is a massive pain in the ass. Interesting. Did all that, and then... like A pain-in-the-ass job that shouldn't be on a Volvo? Shocking. Well, I mean, like you were saying earlier with the Citroen, those engines are canted way the back. Yeah, well, this this one, it's like, it's under the intake manifold at the front. I just, all I, I mean, it was one of these experiences that I've tried to block out, but all I remember... (laughs) Well, we're bringing you back to it, so please suffer through. The big thing I, I do this, I do this for you. Yeah, the big thing, big (laughs) thing I remember from it was having to, like, put together several, like, I think it was like two foot long extension bars with a swivel in between. (laughs) Yup. And a deep socket to get onto some of these. If you don't need a post-it note with a prescription of which extensions and which socket U joints to use where, you're not doing a hard job. Yeah, it was thoroughly unpleasant. Try spark plugs on a BMW 6 Series V8 car. Gross. Three inch, three inch, U joint, six inch, U joint, 12 inch. (laughs) Boom. No, thank you. That's the correct answer. Yeah, yeah. And so I did. I did all of this. I was got it. Got it running again. Felt really good about it. And then uh, someone ran a stop sign and like just clipped the front corner enough to trash my nice new bumper. And I, I was just done. You're just over it. Yeah, yeah. That sounds like the most. <laughs> they that's... totaled it, and you're like, fine. Yeah. <laughs> that, was the most, well, this, that was the most northeast Minneapolis story of a car yeah. I've ever heard in my life. This, this was the... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was uh, unfortunate, and uh, those were expensive yeah. cars when they. Oh, were they were. Yeah, forty-two grand. Yeah, Holy like, ridiculous. Crap. And I mean, yeah. you could t- you That's could tell. Ton. I mean, it's like the Alcantara interior and stuff. Yeah. which I watched is... the Motor Week review on it when they were yeah. new. <laughs> that 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 interior did not hold up. But the seats yeah, were shockingly. still comfortable were they not? Oh my goodness, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah. R- Richard, um, after the Volvo... Richard, may I call you Dick? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather not. <laughs> okay. So, how, how many... Um, Damn. How, how many cars have you had in, in America, then? Bef- like, as a daily yeah. driver? Yeah, I mean, it was the, the Cabrio. The Sirocco never really was. Cabrio, the Volvo. Then the Volvo, like, I just kind of rage quit it. Yeah, and went, yeah. went to uh, went to Westside and oh, bought, that, that's bought a CPO stupid GTI Volkswagen. No, oh, you're Mark Seven. Yeah, oh. and and then here we are today, which I I regretted almost instantly. So how did like, you transition from the Mark Seven to the All Road? Well, this this was another story. So yeah, that's why we're here. Yeah, yeah. It belongs. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, it, it belongs this to is a, what a podcast. Yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. It's uh, an uh, exercise uh, in narcissism. Uh, uh, this is just storytelling. Yeah. Oh yeah, you just stroke it out into the microphone. <laughs> so this. The All Road belonged to a friend of mine. Okay. He'd he'd had it for like five or so years and bought it from the original owner. Okay, um, he's like he is the most conscientious guy I've ever met. Like one of these people who is just like 
sincere and nice to a fault. And, and he, sold he an bought all an road. all road. And he yeah. sold an all road. That explains yeah. why it was yeah. scrap price. Like, well, I cannot in good conscience sell this to anyone except a scrap bidder. Well, this, no, this the was... only way you sell one of those is if you're a mattress salesman. Like, yeah. You have to be the greasiest sort of greasy. This, well, it, it, <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't even like that. It was, it was almost a pity move. <laughs> the, uh, so this guy, this guy, his really good friend. But, uh, so he'd had this all road for years. And, I mean, it, the air suspension packed up, um, and it had these oil For leaks. the American listeners that are not cultured, packed up means toast. <laughs> it's yeah, fucking it's toasted, true. honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it needed a thermostat. There was all this stuff wrong with it. And he raged quit it and also bought a GTI. Oh. But, yeah, but he, he didn't bother to trade it in or anything. He just no, left, it, left it in his apartment spare parking space. As, As one does. Yeah, and so, like... How come, many of those are in that exact same situation yeah, yeah, yeah. in the United well, States right I think, now? <laughs> I feel like in about 30 years, we're going to see an influx of all roads on the Barn road. Barn find all roads. Yeah, yeah. because they're all... It's just like, <laughs> somebody needs to go through every 106,000 con- miles, failed air suspension, needs turbos. Yeah. Like, somebody needs to go it. through every kind of medium, <laughs> and they're going to buy up, like... They're going to buy up like, all the all-roads. It's like the guy that uh, sent all of his like, C-10 Skylines to auction at the same time <laughs> just to drive up the price. And I feel yeah. like there's, there's somebody with like, uh, just like 30 all-roads, like all the surviving all-roads, and they're going to do that in like 2040. When, yeah. he, when yeah. he goes on his rural, non-highway trips in 30 years, your barn finds are going to turn into all roads. Yeah, you're, you're not a... Oh, God, does your, why? Does your, does your wife like just like dread when you like leave town? He's like, I come back with something dreadful. Honey, then, honey please take the interstate this time. Slightly, <laughs> slightly. The, 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 the wife just goes, oh, yeah, I got my Dazen bag. <laughs> A what? <laughs> 16 synonyms it's got. <laughs> this yeah. sounds like my future Thanks life. Down. Yeah, I think this just is... Just more glass block and white leather couches oh, yeah. for you. Yeah, Except and, yeah, and not orphan, white leather couches. And orphan 280ZXs just <laughs> everywhere. Uh, <laughs> where am I right now? <laughs> but so yeah, this, uh, this guy, he, was, uh, he, he had to move apartments. Yeah. And so the car had to move. And like first, that is how that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so first thought was that so my uh, my father-in-law's got a truck and ac- got access to a car trailer. So uh, I thought, like, I'll help you move it. And then and so uh, then we kind of th- were thinking about this, and he's like, Oh no, maybe I'll scrap it. So I went went to take a look at the car because like moving day was like approaching and it needed to be out. Mm-hmm. Like, can we like get this moving under its own power in the parking lot? The answer was the uh, air suspension had sunk so much that the uh, I mean the the was upper it, control arms were actually binding. Well, the upper control arms were like had actually made dents in the wheel arches. <laughs> it's an all-road only issue. Yeah, yeah. Even when the hydraulic suspension packed up on the SL600 downstairs, yeah. I could still move it. Yeah, no, this yeah, <laughs> even was, though it was stance work. Yeah, this was like scraping. Just on flat ground. Yeah, that was too. Yeah, it was but bad. yeah, it was uh, it was tragically bad. So we uh, like with a lot of uh, two by fours to like make the ramp as long as possible. Like most Stands of the yeah, most of the length of the parking lot, <laughs> we just like had a couple of two by fours that we like started like 
two building by four, up. Two by four, two yeah. by four, and then yeah. eventually you get. Where did uh, you get all this lumber? Did you have to cut down? There's a home. <laughs> My there's a, no, there's a there's a Home Depot that had to close early. My <laughs> <laughs> well, we've done our daily sales. Yeah. That, that is the, the Home Depot <laughs> off of uh, Stinson and 35W. It's the quarry close. one. That's right by yeah. my company oh, yeah, that's, shop. Yeah. That's my local. Yeah, that, that's that's on that they closed early. They had no lumber left. Yeah, <laughs> me so, too. Now, honestly. So we got we got the um, two ton car on a two ton flatbed trailer. It, <laughs> it, it was. Uh, it is rated to that. That is. It correct. didn't look like yeah you know, when it once it was on there. It did not look like it was actually rated to two tons. It, there was. When you get things that are like working at what they're like rated for, it is very questionable. Like yeah, we're, yeah. In America, we're, we're gonna take back roads. America, yeah. we're, oh, like, yeah. we, we're like uh, we super... no America. We hook it up with no trailer chains to a five hundred dollar pickup, and we do ninety down the interstate. Yeah, yeah. we're we're very like questionable. Crabbing because uh, the uh, whole in Europe we hook aligned. it to a Fiat five hundred and we do thirty, and it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So uh, yeah, we got it uh, got that's it home. What I do. And that's how you ended up and in my shop with. <laughs> well, this this was I know all roaded. this was like a couple of years ago, and so got the uh, got the air suspension fixed up. You've had this for years, and it, it hasn't bitten you back. Like, yeah, no, it's been. I mean, got the air suspension fixed. You up. You really, really do Did need to do a trans service. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no, not a probably. <laughs> that like it needs it. Don't worry, we got a two seven donor car in the back when the when <laughs> blows it, up. Trust me, it's way cheaper to do a five hundred dollar trans service because it needs that Pentos and ATF one. That's expensive fluid, but that ZF five trans is fine as long as it still has reverse in it. Yeah. But you really do need to do a trans yes. service if you're keeping probably, it. Probably. No, again, <laughs> not worry. probably. I will take this care of you. Okay, you really I'll, I'll take care of you on that. Please do a trans so service. There's it really one, needs it. There's one more topic that I want to talk about. I hate that car, about, but I want about it to live. With your cars, uh, or with you as a guest, is you have a cat in Burger Likes Cats. Mm. Oh, yeah. Oh, we have Tell two, me about, okay. We have two wait, wait, cats. Wait, Burger, are you drinking your beer with the... Yeah. Okay, just. Wanna... It's fine. We're talking about cats. Okay, cats. Sorry. <laughs> yes, I have yes. the I have the Earth Murder. Uh, sorry, no, the uh, Turtle Murder tabs on it. Yeah, hey, just don't, don't get your head stuck in it. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh yes, yeah. So two cats. They are brother and sister. Ah, didn't work. They uh, they are my children. Yeah. Good. The, uh, Do you have photos of your cats? Oh, oh, absolutely. Would you please show me one or two? My phone fell out of my pocket, I think. Here we go. Um, okay, I'll try to like play the Jeopardy music. Or oh, there it is. Okay, <laughs> I, we found the phone. So. I'm so excited for cats. You gotta show him pictures of Modi. I, I, yeah, I'm gonna. I'll grab a picture of Modi I took this morning, to show you just how much of a ham my cat is. He's very fat. I tell people he's my son. <laughs> Large adult son. Yes. He is very large. <laughs> Jana. Oh my god. Don't. Oh. You and Corey always send me pictures of him, well, and I'm yeah. like, yay. Heck and shocker. <laughs> yeah, this, this is my idiot boy. Show the camera, too. But Oh, this one here. Ow. Um, uh, oh, shoot. Sorry. Hold on. Oh. There we go. Oh, look at that heck and shonker. Yeah. He's, he's, he's uh, blepping, too. Isn't oh, yeah. He? He, he is like a chronic blepper. Subscribe to uh, reddit.com forward slash r forward slash blep. Oh, yes. Excellent. Oh, yeah. yeah, also, uh, it. Yeah, just like, yes. oh, what a hefty boy. Yeah, and just like, he he thinks he's a small dog. Like, 
he is like so excited to meet new people and plays fetch. And... That's a big boy. <laughs> oh yes. Oh my goodness, that tum. <laughs> He's got a big tum. He's a fixer. <laughs> White cats are like just the most special. I love them. They seem like they are the most charismatic of all cats, and maybe yeah. the clingiest. I'm not yeah. really sure on I'm that. I'm surprised, like with how much mm. orange he has, that he's not more talkative. He's a van cat, apparently. Mm. So he's got the raccoon tail or whatever, yeah. the orange raccoon tail. I woke up this morning. A van cat. A van. That's his breed. V A N. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, I know that appeals to you. Yes, it does. Because <laughs> you like vans. I love vans. Modi is all about van culture. You, you <laughs> want me to do now? I'm, I'm, I'm going to get a Dodge Tradesman yeah. with oh, a this is, this is his, This is his sister, Gracie. Oh, man. What a thicky. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is thick. Yeah. What a hefty gal. The, the funny thing is, she weighs like nothing. Really? We, we, well, yeah, uh, it's a cat. Like we, <laughs> I have to deliberately computer control his food intake to keep him yeah, under yeah. 18 pounds. Yeah, no, she, she weighs like, I think, I think like... His, his cat actually 10, weighs less than 10, his niece. Yeah, 10, 11 pounds. Like she's tiny, but she's just really baggy. You mean more than... Captain Fuckboy. Oh, oh my oh, goodness. Yeah, more oh than, goodness. more than his niece, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, yeah, we refer to her as a very small cat in a large cat-shaped bag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm sure you should that, come back so we can yes, talk cats. Not, some not more only that, I'm sure you and your wife are yeah. welcome to Laserdisc movie are, night. Are they receptive to like going places? They ha we haven't taken them places much before. So this motorplex start. is very cat-friendly. Yeah, Modi's been here a couple times. <laughs> oh my god, that's like my. We we, keep we our, have photos yep. of him walking around the Murchilago right after it arrived. <laughs> we, true. Yeah, we keep ours indoors, but like my dream would be to be able to work on the car with the cats. With the help. cats. I mean, they, they, they help a lot when I'm doing I stuff. I don't know where you found this guy, but he's great. I know. I told you. He's great. He's <laughs> yeah. a perfect guest. I mean, he they, found uh, him in a Wendy's parking lot. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I used to go to the Sonic meets. I never saw you there, so, so sorry. When I, when I met at the Sonic meet, I was talking to some of my friends about Honda something <laughs> or other. And then I saw this like weird little wagon drive in, and she's so like, "What the hell is that?" I'm like, "I don't know," and I'd like run over to it because if I don't know what I a just car picture your head tilting back. Like, what? <laughs> yeah. If I if I don't know what a car is, I immediately have to figure it out because I know what most cars are, and about a third of them I find interesting. Yeah. Yes. So uh, I sh there's there's a bit of a story actually as to how I sort of ended up like getting part of the whole scene thing. So this was when I had the 850R. I was an active member on the was it opposite lock sub forum of Jalopnik. Yeah. Sure. Oh, wow. That's early. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so back, back then, like every once in a while, like a particularly good opposite lock post would get front paged on Jalopnik. Yeah. And so I wrote a kind of tongue in cheek review of my 850R <laughs> and it got front paged. Holy shit. And through that, Ultimish from the Volvo Club. Found yeah, Ultima Shosman. <laughs> yeah. yeah, oh yeah, all of Ultima. He's a very awesome. talented photographer. He's a great photographer. <laughs> yeah, and so he, he's he, super... he took the best picture I ever got of my African American M3. He's also yeah. now he's also really generous because I've never the, met him. A lot of the photos from oh, yeah. uh, he's a really nice guy. A lot of the photos from uh, we the should have NCC him on the podcast. Then we actually mm. should. Why don't we have all the whole? Ultima I don't know show. his contact. You should. I'll, or, I'll, or, I'll or, contact him, but um. No, we had him on, um, or I used him a lot for photos with him in CDC yeah. blog because he was just like super generous with that. He's a great oh, guy. Yeah, yeah. He t he's taken some wonderful ones at the Triumph, too. I mean, I still, like, I don't have a Volvo, but I still hang out with the Volvo Club crowd. 
Are you oh. looking for that photo he took of your car? No, I'm just trying to find a decent photo of Mr. Wags that isn't on a flatbed <laughs> from a water pump job. I was just going to say, is that is that representative of the ownership experience? No, that was after I got rear-ended and the person got death threats from other people in the car community. And oh. then the body shop um, didn't do the water pump clips correctly. I was oh. trying to show you my wagon because it's amazing. He's very, very proud of this. Of this is my best car, no questions asked. <laughs> I love seeing pictures at your dad's oh, old building. I know, because the old then shop. I think, I of, I think of Hefty Cat. Oh, oh Hefty Buff Cat. Kitty. Buff Kitty. <laughs> I wonder if I have but, pictures like, That's of Buff what it Kitty. reminds me of, Buff Kitty. And but anyway, so this sad. is before I'd slammed up a giant brakes on it. But this is my rarest oh, car here. Oh, one of 183. Oh, God. A BMW wagon is definitely... Not only that. Six-speed, yeah. rear-wheel drive. Oh. It's the way it should be. NA, straight mm. six, three-liter. It's done, basically... I've done all it, the enthusiast mods. It's, it's the big kind brakes. of like, It's like your Triumph of mm. Modern. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I love that. I, yeah, I've had regrettably little experience with BMWs. Oh, that's when I drove through downtown Chicago and there weren't any gas stations and I got to the gas station on the other side of town after driving 34 miles on zero. Jesus. Oh my God. I was terrified. That's how Chicago Oh, this waffle. Oh, mm. Mm. Leaving that on the screen for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <sighs> anyway, I'm just... <laughs> Sorry, I do tangents too. I don't know oh, if you guys no, no, knew no, that, but... Yeah. Mm. Mm, yeah. But yeah, no, you should definitely bring your cats to Let's Just Movie Night. This is why <laughs> oh, we totally. have the podcast, because we just yeah. have these conversations on our own, and we figured mm-hmm. maybe other I was coming to Saturday, I'm like, oh, podcast time, and it's always like, that was really interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, uh, no I, that, that reminds me. I need to... We're going to have to make around. you a regular down yeah. here, for I need sure. To, I need to get around to fixing my laser disc player. I have a spare if you need to borrow one. <laughs> he actually does. It, it just do. was not reliable enough for Liz's movie night. Now nope. we have an auto flipper. It was reliable. It didn't have the auto flip yeah. function. Yeah, mine's, mine's got that. And it's like one side, the track's obviously sticky. And so it skips. Pioneer? Yep. CLD what? Uh... Oh, you got a high end it's, one. It's, it's it's like I've got a nine twenty five. Okay, yeah, it's it's like one of the really high end. It's the whole. It's amazing. It, it is the most. Can ex- I give you a high five oh, right yeah. now? It is the most. <laughs> it is the most extra piece of audio equipment I own. The you push the button and the entire front panel, like display and buttons, opens up for the tray to come out. That's actually pretty cool. This man is my spirit animal. <laughs> I told you, you would love him. I I also. Where did you come from? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, you yeah, already told me that. Yeah, okay, he's, cool. He's upside <laughs> down. You. Yeah. I also have like Good, old, we can coexist. Yeah. <laughs> old, old old Bang and Olufsen stereo gear, um, stuff like that. We should talk high end audio sometime. Yes, please. <laughs> um, so I'm but, trying to find some more. Before before we continue on with uh, some more uh, tangenty stuff, we should probably not continue on because we're. I just want to squeeze in this one thing because I did do your know philanthropy it. thing yep. and then we're done because we're uh, almost at two hours. Yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Longest podcast episode ever. Yeah, probably, but it's well worth it and it, it's good all the way through, so it's not a problem. I, I wanted to bring up something really cool. One of our uh, listeners did, uh, Lorenzo Wade. Um, he's, that name he, sounds really familiar. He does a lot of like lowrider stuff, like mini truck stuff. But he I also, think he's in TCBMW. Yeah, I think he might have had one like for a very short period of time. But right now he's got a he's got an EF Civic for his uh, for his winter beater. But um, he's uh, Native American, and he is actually doing a big donation drive um, for the big homeless encampment uh, in South Minneapolis, South of Hiawatha, the you know Frytown. Um, so I'm not aware of Frytown, but have you ever driven past Hiawatha and seen the gigantic homeless encampment full of like teepees and like endless tents? No, I just see light rail and a lot of stoplights. And- 
Yeah, it was and a, Minnehaha Falls. It, it's the largest home, homeless encampment in the history of the state of Minnesota. It's massive. Well, hopefully they have good community. Well, they have a lot of people helping out. Um, so uh, Native Sands Heroin and uh, Lorenzo are helping out with the donation drive that's going on today. Um, I donated a bu- some uh, some food and some clothes and stuff and gloves and everything. We should tell people what they um, accept and how to donate then. Yeah, no, it's uh, what you want to do is uh, contact. Uh, you can contact Natives Against Heroin and one second, I got the guy's information right here. One second here, uh, James Cross is the leader of that, um, and he's usually down there at the encampment itself during daytime hours. Uh, and he's you know especially on weekends and stuff, and if you can usually go there. Uh, homemade food is a little weird just because mm. you have to like file health code with that. Yeah. But like stuff like ramen noodles and, mm. you know, clothes of any sorts, sure. you know, really no, any, except anything can, helps. Canned goods? Canned goods work perfectly. Okay. You know, anything you can do to help out really mm. helps them out a lot. And, uh, yeah, and Lor- mm. Lorenzo was super happy. I, think I, I only made a small donation, but, you know, even then mm. that, that was, you know, it helps them out a lot. So, you know, when you're, when you're living next to the light rail in Hiawatha, uh, anything is better than nothing. So yeah. Yeah. E- even if you think it's oh, too yeah. small, just go by. If it's like a can of soup, you know, gonna that's going to make somebody's day. Like... going to buy him a leaky 850R automatic. <laughs> yeah, there you go. He's, he's going to love it. He's gonna, th- somebody's going to be really happy. You know why? Because the heat's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing is, the seats are like, so comfortable. I know yeah. a lot of people are like, well, you know, why don't they go into like a shelter or something like the, that? Dude, the homeless and, situation is so complicated. Yeah. yeah. And, but yeah. like what, what the, this encampment is on land that is um, really close to a plot of land that a local uh, reservation owns. Okay. And they are working on building um, a building for affordable housing that has mental health counseling Nice. And a clinic on mm. a lower level, and like That's all smart. the services you need to bring them back into the community. Mm, sure. And so, like, hopefully that works out, but like, it's not like no one's doing anything about this. And right. So, like, they're working really hard on trying to like solve it a little bit. It's mm-hmm. good. I think Minneapolis is definitely pushing most of the effort on this yeah. because yeah. when I was in college, we did in our design class, we mm-hmm. picked a, a nonprofit to work with, and we mm-hmm. ended up doing one of the Minneapolis-based ones that works out of Central Lutheran Church yeah. primarily. And we did a lot of work for them. And <clears throat> we were required, but, I mean, optionally required to go out to the facility and help out with all these yeah. people. And, like, it was mm-hmm. eye-opening. To yeah, it, it, yeah. Puts so, a, it puts a lot of stuff in perspective. And, and it, it feels really good to help out. It know? does. And, I mean, the, the people that are... Homeless generally, I mean, it's not it's not by choice. No, oh, no. and there no, are nobody nobody wants to be. Society's just turned their back on them. So yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's yeah. yeah. Anything and, that's doable. Is yeah. Very, so very good. Lorenzo and his mini truck club. Um, I'll get the actual name of the of the club, and we inevitably do our bulk upload onto the website of what Can we're doing. Can you put it into the sixty? What is this? Yeah, I'll put. Can put I, I can. Tra- I, I'll so put I can, in the episode can, notes. Okay. He plans on doing another drive sometime in summer, and okay. actually, you know, make like a cool presentation, and everything, where a bunch of dudes like mini trucks like show up with like like tr- beds full of like we'll just food all hop and in stuff. Tucker's truck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, Tucker's got a mini truck, so that'd be perfect. That's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I got, got a van. Twenty two hundred. I've got a van for things like this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna do another one uh, come summer Brexit. once once mm-hmm. they get. Yeah, we can take Brexit too. Hopefully, it's K twenty four as well. Have you seen Brexit? I have not. What oh man, you guys showing Brexit? We'll talk about this after the podcast, though. Yeah, yeah, good call. Since we're at two, hours. <laughs> we're at two hours. I, this can go on until the end of the, until <laughs> sundown. Yeah, but we'll so, give like 
we'll put links on the Facebook Yes, we will. We, yep. we will put yeah, some, I'll put we'll them put in everything links. as long yeah. as they're in the episode notes. And yeah, I'll get make the sure I get that all taken care of. But yeah, so Nave's going to say this week, instead of considering being a Patreon patron, please give to this cause. Yeah, because normally we do. We tell you to give to us and give to someone else. So we can afford be... beer. They can't afford the things they need. Yeah, so. uh, a house is a lot more important than a beer, mm. which my beer is empty, which means... On that bombshell, I think we should end the episode so Sounds I can good. get a new Thank beer. you all so much for sticking with us for Richard, two hours. You, you are Thank welcome. Thank you very much, Richard. We hope to have you ever. back a bunch, yes. even if oh, you don't bring you. your cats. But yeah, just do. come by whenever you have a free day. <laughs> oh, yeah. th- Thank you. This, is, this has been fantastic. <laughs> it's been a blast, yeah. Love We've it. loved having you on. Thank you for coming <laughs> Thank you. down and taking some hours out of your day. Oh, yeah.